taking off in five, four, three, <laughs> two. Uh, that's the way I like to start a podcast. Yeah. Yo, yeah. I, I got that shit back quick. Yeah, you I? did, though. Uh, it took you the entire five seconds that I was counting down. Yeah. But uh, for those who aren't uh, obviously watching the video of this, uh, Rain just uh, was doing his best uh, fucking... Who, who's the person who always like kind of fuck shit up? It's like Ugh, Urkel. You just did your best Urkel impression. I would have went with someone better. We could uh, have pulled a better example than Urkel. Like who? I don't know. Exactly. I, I, you don't know because you were Urkel for that. I just that expected moment. you to. I, I half expected you to be like, did I do that? That I, you were this close away from saying it. I know you were. Come on, <laughs> you can do better than Urkel. Uh, I surprisingly I can't. I I, I could not uh, think of anybody else in that situation. Um, I'm disappointed in you. A little bit, Urkel. Uh, aren't you always disappointed? Like in, me? in, in two thousand and four. Great yeah. joke. Why? Why good. in two thousand and four? Still early. Still, Urkel still very, very. It, it's still a very good joke in two thousand and four. I expected higher quality from you. Okay. I, I just want you to know that. I'll, I'll accept that once you come up with a better person like who, I, who can replace. See, Urkel that's not my responsibility, Tunde. <laughs> I'm not here to do your if, job. If you're the one who's complaining, I just want you to do your job mm-hmm. at a high level. Be the best version of you. Yeah. If you're the one who's complaining, then it's uh, incumbent upon you to come up with a better person. No, I just know you're better than this. It, it, but it, you can't even tell me what you believe is better. I want you to discover that for yourself. <laughs> Sound like an asshole manager. I want you to believe in you. You see, I don't have any ideas that I can actually give you, but I, I know you're very talented and you can come up with some Trust ideas. Me, all I, I know how that feels. Like I, I know exactly what that's like. Isn't that what they call <laughs> gaslighting? Is, is that, I, I never really understood what gaslighting was. It's very, I've even looked up the definition and still was confused it's, it's after the definition. Is the definition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've heard that that phrase before, that term. Or yeah, gaslighting. It's a term, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a term. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's like, um, yeah, yeah, what the sure fuck does it mean? Yeah, I think it means like when you um, you essentially make somebody feel bad about something they like shouldn't feel bad about, like or like I don't know. I, I think I'm doing a terrible job, so therefore I. It's will. like when women compliment other women, but it's not really a compliment. Like mm, you just do no. whatever with your hair. No, that's no? I think that's condescension. Isn't that condescension? Uh, it is very condescending. Yeah. yeah. But so gaslighting is gaslighting the definition of gaslighting is uh manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. So it, it's Holy a, shit, that's some dark shit. It what? is, but it but like people do it all the time. So it's like basically you uh it, it, it's like if you if you cheat on somebody, right? You just keep telling them you're fucking you're crazy. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? What do you oh. What do you mean? Uh, you found some panties in 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 the hamper that weren't yours. Like that's yeah. no, no they they are, are your, your panties. <laughs> you bought them. You wore them the other day. And then he goes, I I guess so. I <laughs> Yo, that's some evil shit. It is. <laughs> that's pure evil. That's what you just tried to do to me. You tried to gaslight me just now. No, I feel like what I tried to do was to just ambiguously motivate you to do <laughs> to do something better without telling you what that thing was or how to do it. Yeah. Give you no direction at all. Probably even steer you in the wrong direction. Yeah. But put it back on you to do it, right? Yeah. Which is what mo- if you are a manager or if you have a manager, you've experienced yeah. that before where yeah. they're just like, you know, 
come on, you know, we, we gotta <laughs> think a little bit outside the box. You let's, know? let's do it better. We gotta yeah. we gotta think big. Yeah. Big ideas. Tunnel vision, right? You gotta see the goal, think big. Like, wait, what? Those two things are highly conflicting. How am I gonna have tunnel vision but and think see big? <laughs> you talking about <laughs> this meeting is over i'm, I'm gonna cancel these uh, weeklies well that meeting's over and we're about to start another one yo 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 it's your boy t-o as you know eh, it's a rain Yo, we are the Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any other goddamn thing we're going to talk about. Coming to you live, direct, Heart Studios, Baltimore City. What up? Fuck, I forgot to get the longitude and the latitude. I was, I literally, I thought about that earlier today. I was like, you know what? I should really look that shit up because yeah. it would be dope to have it because we've been talking about it for so long, but uh, alas, I didn't but, because uh, I had other shit I had to do. Do you want to give that out? Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, this is all you also yeah. live here. Yeah, I, I have. Uh, oh shit, we got a dog uh, got in the a, studio. Yeah, Blue came to visit us. I must have left the. And he does not give gate. a fuck about yeah. she. Or she, yeah. she doesn't give a fuck. Hey, about hey, Blue upstairs. None upstairs. of where the cameras are set up. Upstairs, yeah, she's gonna knock shit over. She doesn't even give a fuck. Her tail is wagging. Blue upstairs, upstairs, buddy. Yeah, you gotta go. Sorry, buddy. I know, I know. I want you down here too, but also, yeah. No. The sad look on her face. Upstairs, She's like, "Fuck you, Tune Day." Yeah. Plus, I think I see a spider over there. Uh, I, should I go kill it? Um. I'm, yeah. I'm terrified. Sure. All right. You you carry this for a second. Yeah, you fucking right murderer. <laughs> so you know what's one thing that's always bothered me? Whenever I see adults, like grown ass people, afraid of small bugs or insects like especially when people freak out like when they see a spider and they just fucking scream and run or if there's a bee somewhere and they're just like ah I, i've always fucking hated that uh no i can understand it because like okay what if a you're trapped what if you're trapped in a car and then a fucking no, 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 bee no. Comes but don't out make up one of those uh fucking <laughs> no, unrealistic that's a real, stories that's a real scenario what do you mean you're trapped in a car. Not trapped. Okay. Roll down if, the if window. <laughs> the bee will fly out or get no, sucked but what if out the because someone does, will vacuum. I said, what if the D? What if the bee doesn't? Though? What if the bee is just fucking flying around trying to trying to stab you in the eye with its uh, little bee bee poker thing? The worst that could happen is you get stung by the bee. And exactly, the, the bee pays the ultimate price. The bee obviously does pay the iron price. Uh, shout out to Game of Thrones, um, but. Uh, you also, you know, you, what if you're allergic? What if, uh, you know, your your eyes start Holy swelling? Why, what happened? Uh, no, just I forgot to put my phone on vibrate. Yeah, you did. Yeah. God damn it. It's all good. Fucking up, man. I wish a bee was We're here right now live. to stab We're you. We're live. We're doing Let's this do live. live. <laughs> Shout out to Bill O'Reilly. Uh, bee, roll down your fucking windows. Be especially. You know, because the bee is going to be crazy if you're crazy. Roll down the windows, let the bee get uh, out. What do you mean? Like, the bee no doesn't wants, fucking no have feelings. No one wants feelings. to die today, okay? No, we, bees are smarter bee than we think they are. <laughs> the you, bee you, doesn't you read your movie. mood and like, look, you're bringing me down right now, boss. You saw I, the movie, Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld. Oh, we're bees. Where's the honey going? The honey. That's how he sounds, right? Let's just move on. That was the, embarrassing. The honey. I'm embarrassed enough for you. We're let, bees. Let's just, uh, let's just move forward here. Honey. No. No. Let's never talk yeah. about this again. My Jerry, okay. <laughs> My Jerry Seinfeld isn't, isn't very good. But anyway, uh, I've always hated terrible. that. And, and you do it though. If, if there's like a, a baby little little fucking 
bitch ass spider and then yeah. you'll like freak out. Yeah, because it's a, a spider. What do you mean? I'm, I'm finding it hard to understand. A what grown you're man. He's afraid of spiders. Yes. I feel like it's this terrible. is a very common thing. It's terrible. But also t- like extremely common. Yeah. What movies are coming stop, out? Stop gaslighting me right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that is a dark, dark talk. I'm going to start manipulating. Uh, now I want to start manipulating people. I'm, I might have started something here. Yeah. yeah. My apologies for, for the rest of the world. Go through my phone book to see who I can manipulate <laughs> really quickly. Uh, remember, this is all admissible in court. So careful what you say here. Uh, nope. <laughs> well, let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk about some upcoming movies. Uh, let's talk about what's coming out in theaters. Uh, this week we've got Anna coming out with uh, Sasha Luce, who I, or Luss, I, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but uh, I I don't I haven't seen what other credits she has. I don't I don't know what yeah. else she's been in. So I, I've seen the trailer and I I looked it up on IMDb because this felt to me a, like kind of like a a cheaper or lower yeah. budget Atomic Blonde. Yeah, Atomic Blonde or really any other woman. Or Red Sparrow. I was like... It's like a long stream of those movies uh, coming out of recent... So I was curious. I was like, you know, what the fuck is this? Is this this like a a spinoff to another movie? Is is she like... Is this like a a spinoff to the Transporter or something like that? Or is this a a continuation (laughs) of something? Is this a spinoff of a movie that's led by a man? Let me know if that's (laughs) what this is. Did I do something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> the guilt in your eyes was. Uh... <laughs> but like, I, I felt like this movie kind of came out of nowhere, and yeah. I've seen a, a fuck ton of social media uh, push uh, marketing for this particular film. Right, like yeah. I have no commercials. I haven't seen any posters. I haven't seen any ads for it on TV. But if yeah. you scroll through Instagram, Anna is fucking all over your page. Right? Your, yeah. your girlfriend will probably be jealous. Like, who the fuck is Anna? <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> Don't you fucking lie to me. <laughs> and you, you gaslighter. Um, <laughs> right? So saying that this entire I, I was wondering like what this movie is. And it just seems just like another, you know, action movie that's coming out. Um, yeah. Uh, like, starring uh, Helen Mirren, uh, yeah, Helen Mirren. Murphy. The dude who was in um he's in the uh, the Batman series as a scarecrow. Yes, that guy. Yeah. Um and, and he, he was, was also in an in inception. He's got he's an in interesting all of, name. he's in all of uh uh Christopher Nolan's movies. He was also in Dunkirk. Dunkirk, yep. Yeah. Um what is his fucking name? It's like Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Did you but say it's, it? it's like Chilean, uh, that's what I want to say, or Cillian. Like yeah. that's how it's spelled, or at least that's how it looks to us Americanos. Yeah. But uh but I believe it's pronounced Killian. Handsome guy, but he's got like an oddly, um, like dark, well, you face know, or presence. He, or he has a very like he has that for whatever reason he has a very manipulable like it, you can manipulate his look to have him look drastically different. Like he was in Tron Legacy, but if I didn't like if you if I, if I just didn't like do the homework and like find that out, I would have never been yeah you know, like I would never if you dye his the hair same guy or if he like grows facial hair yeah or like if i think he had a like, little bit of facial hair there and it looked made him look drastically different i yeah. was like whoa well i mean which is fucking great for him and, yeah. and for casting directors because they're like Yo, you yeah yeah you can play, play whatever yeah he's one of those actors that um maybe we even do a spotlight on this guy he's one of those actors who has been in many films like, like again he was an in inception right yeah but he was also in Inception with uh, Tom Hardy. He was there with Leonardo DiCaprio, with uh, Justin, Josh Gordon-Levitt. Ellen Page, Ellen who Page, you hate. Yeah, yeah, who also looks like Josh Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding, Ellen. Uh, text me. Um, 
<laughs> okay, Rock. Hey, uh, text, text me. me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fans. Um, but yeah, it's like so he was in the movie. He he did a phenomenal job in the film. Yeah. But he's one of those actors you just you don't know his name. Great, uh, great actor. Yeah, I know his, know his name, so I'll. I'll uh, That's because you're fucking. It's, yeah. This is right in front of you. Yeah. But uh, if you were just no, like having a conversation I, with I a group just, of no, people yeah. and, you, and you didn't have it in front of you on yeah. your screen, you'd be like, "Fuck." fuck no, I, I do. Okay, whatever. No. Uh, yeah, no, no. You didn't know his name <laughs> yesterday. Fair. <laughs> you, don't, okay. you don't have his poster yeah. on your wall. I, why do I? Do. Why do I have to have his poster on the wall in order to know his name? I don't know. I mean, you've got Ethan Hawke's poster on your wall. Well, that's a that's a poster for a movie. Still Ethan Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you pause just saying, like, "Where's my exit?" So how do I? How do I get out of this? All right, we have a. Uh, but uh, and that film's also directed by Luke uh, Besson. Beeson, I believe it's Beeson. Uh, he he directed. Well, you just said that with confidence. You have no mm-hmm. idea if that's how you say it. That's uh, it. He directed uh, Valerian, uh, which we actually do which have you, the, you have uh, a poster, poster over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Valerian who's, and the who's city. The, who's the um, actress in Valerian again? The um, oh. Uh, Kara, Dev- yeah, Kara, Devine, Devlin, De Levine, or something. De Levine, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you don't like her? Let me no, guess. I fucking love oh, her. Okay. She's, uh, I think she's in, she's <laughs> she's great. I saw how I you caught yourself. <laughs> You're like she's very. Cool. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna say something, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. <laughs> I love how you're becoming more and more PC. I like it. No, fuck I like no, this no, change. No. Yeah. Now, now I, I like the go, crossover. Now I gotta go. I gotta lean into this shit. <laughs> go fully asshole. Yeah. Um, uh, but but he, no, no, I like her, and, yeah. and she's also, um, you know, I follow her on on Instagram, and she's also like, you know, she does some really cool shit that I, yeah. that I like. Um, so he he directed uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, but more importantly, uh, the Trash Fifth Element fucking movie. Fair enough, but the, he also directed uh, the Fifth Element and Lucy. Uh, which I would guess Lucy is sort of what what shows us what we could be prepared for with uh, with this uh, film Anna. Uh, I don't necessarily go for these type of films. I don't. I don't. And honestly, I don't. I don't care if, if it's woman led or male. Like I, I, I hate all Jason Statham movies. Uh, I think uh, uh, I like Jason Statham. I, 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 I look ever, ever since you know my days of uh, Steven. You didn't Seagal, like the Transporter. No. One and two were good. Three was shit, but it was it was what you expected. No, didn't like any of them. Um, Expendables. You didn't like him in Expendables. No, I honestly I haven't even watched the Expendables. I I watched like half of the first one and I was like, you know what, this is pretty much what I thought, and I quit immediately. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was not good. Okay, uh, it was good. So, but Lucy sets us up for what we can expect with this movie. Um, also coming out this week is uh, Child's Play with uh, Aubrey Plaza and Brian Tyree Henry from uh, Atlanta fame. Uh, it's been a long time since I've enjoyed a Chucky movie. Uh, I'm not sure if I have ever enjoyed a Chucky movie. Like, does even though he's in the toy's body, does he still have the strength of like an average man? No. no? If I'm to understand, he just has his uh, toy strength. All like, get the fuck out of here, dog. That's why they've <laughs> never made a Chucky in like a uh, 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 minority or predominantly black neighborhood yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, we, we just you know uh, load up a couple clips on him. Bang bang! Yeah. Fuck out of here! It's, it's a wrap. Roll credits. <laughs> uh, and Mark Hamill is uh, voicing Chucky, uh, which uh, he does a lot Mark of. Mark Hamill work. from uh, Star, Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, he does a lot of voiceover work. He he's done a lot of work as the uh, the Joker, um, in uh, animated, in animated series, yeah. yeah, or animated movies. Um, he does another voiceover too for something something else, but uh, I yeah, he just was. recently announced that he was gonna. Was it Chucky that he announced he was doing the voice for? I mean, th- it was like months ago when this movie was 
when they started promoing this movie. So I'm not sure if, if it was recent. It might have been a different. I think project. it was like it was like maybe like in April he announced that he was no. going to be doing the voice for a certain character in a movie. Oh, uh, we would have known well ahead of time that he's. Uh, he yeah, because I mean, obviously, this movie's probably yeah. started filming and going in production like you know la- early last year. Yeah. Um, and it was definitely like within the past three months. I'll have to look for that, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it was a really interesting character, and you're you're just like, oh, he's doing the voice for it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember hearing something like that too, but I can't remember. Uh, Do you like think he before. still really has to work? Those Star Wars checks have still got to be pretty nice. Mm, probably not, because you're, you're, you're probably spending them as, as as fast as they come. Yeah. 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 What do you think the a Star Wars residual for uh, Luke Skywalker looks like? Well, are you getting residuals? Mm, they might have fucked him out of his residuals. Yeah, he signed that contract early signed on. Signed that 360 deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even for music. It's just like, yeah. they're just like, uh, sign this 360. Why don't Capital I have, Records. <laughs> what? How, did I, how did I fucking end up <laughs> under a 10 album deal with Capital Records? I'm an actor. <laughs> Capital Records is like, we need we need that new music. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> the album's due on the fifteenth. Yeah. Uh, just uh, make got it happen. Ten albums to make. <laughs> um, okay, and um, last but not least, of course, uh, we've got Toy Story uh, four coming out uh, this week. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of fell off the map after Story Story uh, Story 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 Story. <laughs> Toy Story. I, I do that a lot. I think I'm slightly dyslexic. Uh, I like are oftentimes just like reverse. Yeah, we've known that about you a while. Okay, all right. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I I fell off with Toy Story two, and I just uh, I haven't gotten back on the the wheel. Uh, I honestly, I think I have seen like maybe some of Toy Story three, um, but I, I I really didn't have any interest. It, it holds like a different feel to me as an adult than it did uh, than it did as a child as a child i was like i was mesmerized by it like oh this is like really dope shit yeah, i really as didn't an like adult it i'm kid, like i do want to take I'm my daughter gonna... to see it though so yeah I'll it's something it. that kids like I, I i you know and then also to uh what's his name uh uh tim allen um he voices uh buzz tim allen and who's the other actor it's uh tim uh, allen tom, tom hanks, hanks. Yeah. um there's a third Actually, actor well, well there's a shit ton of actors that that are prominent actors. One, one of the people we care about. Uh, who's the third person? It's Tim Allen, Tom Hanks. I think that's pretty much it for the big names. Uh, f- no, so Tim Allen does Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Tom Hanks is Woody. Who's Mr. Potato Head? Isn't that... Uh, oh, that's... Uh, I remember his voice. Like, it's... Uh, was he from, like, City Slickers and... Oh, are you talking about uh, Chris- Billy Crystal? Bill- no. No? He, he doesn't do Mr. Potato Head. I'm sure he doesn't. Oh, uh, it's Wallace Shawn, I believe, does. Uh, nope, don't Mr. know Tato. him. You do. You uh, if you see a picture of him, you I guarantee you know. Probably. Him. Yeah, uh, he's one of those actors who, um, you know, but just don't know. No. But anyways, uh, Keanu Reeves is actually in this. Uh, yeah, this, yeah, uh, yeah. Yo, the Keanu Reeves, uh, fucking Reeves. <laughs> I was like, are you having a stroke? Right I had now? one of those Lamar Odom strokes <laughs> oh, just <Jesus> now. <laughs> I'm going to write a book. New York Times bestseller. Um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, he's yeah. back. <laughs> he's back. Yeah, uh, yo, yeah. Dude, the fucking Keanu Reeves um, fucking hype right now has been absolutely... I don't know why. Why, why has it, uh, why has like it suddenly petition. gone through the roof? Well, I mean, I've always loved fucking Keanu. I think he can do that. That was a wrong. weird sentence, but... Keep no, on. I love Keanu. He's, he's, said, he's a great actor. Loved I've always Keanu, loved him. Okay. I always wanted to blow him. <laughs> but um, 
<laughs> true confessions on here on I the think podcast. I've always liked his movies, right? I think he's a really good actor. I know some people disagree with that. Um, but it, it, all the fu- shit that's happening on the internet is so funny. It's like there have been these pictures that have come out recently about like how he interacts with women. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever he takes a picture with like a female fan, mm-hmm. he always does the hover hands thing. He never, never touches, touches them, yeah. right? And I mean, s- smart guy. He's not trying to get me too so I get it, right? Um, and then there's a petition out that has like 600,000 signatures, maybe over a million at this point, mm-hmm. um, to have him honored as like man of the year, like globally <laughs> in every country in the world or something. It's really weird. Um, but like, why, why now? Like, I'm wondering like, what's, what sparked this whole, I don't know. I think the more sudden wave, cause he, you know, John wick, massive, massive success. Right. Uh, Matrix Four was announced. Uh, Matrix Four was announced. I thought they were still like. I'm pretty. Maybe well, it'll I, I don't think they uh, have it's not officially. Announced. But it's like there's talk of Matrix Four, right? Um, uh, he's just a, a person of interest at the moment. Yeah. And people have just latched on to it. He's also a very interesting guy. One of the most sad life stories you will ever fucking hear. Yeah. He just managed to be such. I think he donated like ninety percent of the money he made from the matrix to charity. Mm-hmm. And do you know how mm-hmm. much fucking money he made from the matrix and still makes? Uh, he's donated yeah. it all. Well, I, I mean, like Keanu. To the man who has it all. Can't miss. Keanu can't. <laughs> Very few things he's done wrong. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh let's move on to what's going on on uh streaming platforms. Uh so You're going to run through all those like uh, foreign films on Netflix? I'll try to do it quickly. Yeah, yeah please. It's always a struggle. Please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, listeners uh, a favor. Uh, whoever is uh, listening in another country, my apologies uh, for whatever oh, you, you said. You fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. Did you just do that? No, no. It's, very, it's very offensive in some countries. Okay. Well, I apologize, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> asshole. You gaslighter. All right. <laughs> Um, all right, so on HBO, we've got uh, Euphoria coming out, uh, which, yo, I've seen a thousand and one fucking, uh, and I guess it's because I binge-watched a, uh, Game of Thrones, but before every single episode, there was a fucking plug for this show. So now, before the show even has come out, I officially hate the show. Like, I, just because I've seen the same fucking uh, promo for it a thousand times. It's like, I'm not, I'm not now going to watch your show. You've, you've overstepped your bounds yeah with with trying to throw this in my face when they uh, kind of like what i mentioned about this movie anna like i can't scroll through like mm-hmm. social media even on fucking linkedin mm-hmm. you know it's like it's, no i'm trying to read trying this <laughs> business centric article trying to expand <laughs> <about> my cryptocurrency <laughs> don't show me a movie preview I'm trying to stay focused here um yeah. but so like where are you seeing it though uh, every like uh, n- not necessarily online, although I do see some spots for it online. But again, I I binge watched uh, Game of Thrones and I watched uh, I just binge watched uh, uh, um, Insecure, um, all of them HBO shows. And before every single fucking episode, I bullshit you not, was a promo for this specific show. Yeah, and I just I I can't I'm not going to there for watch the show because it's I can't do it now. Like you've shown me the same fucking commercial like a thousand times. I have no interest in seeing this now. I would have if you would have limited the amount of times that you show me this fucking show. But like I have like anger towards the show because I just remember this is what's uh, this is a, the barrier between me and the shit that I'm actually trying to watch was this fucking 30 second clip that I have to fu- that I can't skip 
So I have to sit through this shit. So yeah. now I'm like out of protest. I'm like, no, I'm not going to watch it. You've overstepped your yeah, bounds. At a certain point, like when you lean too much into the marketing for a certain show, like, and you oversaturate it. Yeah. It, it turns a certain audience off. Yeah. Like there's no more interest there, or at least the interest is like diminished. Yeah. I had nothing else. <laughs> right, fair <laughs> enough. I, I actually did have something else. Uh, so it uh, turns out though, um, that the show it, is uh, a twenty four show. If you're if you like are watching the YouTube video, yeah. To me, that was funny as shit. Yeah. No, you you <laughs> locked up. <laughs> you locked no, no, up. I didn't lock. I just wanted yeah. to see what you were gonna do. Oh no, I didn't know you were finished. Like it, it wasn't. Uh, I wasn't aware that you were finished talking. I thought you still had more. I'm so gonna start. Doing I had something to say, but yeah. I just the normal cue for I'm done talking was not. Was triggered. not. Yeah. I'm gonna start doing that to people more. Yeah, I'm just gonna like uh, be, uh, you know, saying something. <laughs> And then just <laughs> fucking and stop. wait for the awkwardness to be in there. They're just like, uh, uh, should I go? Should, should you go? <laughs> is or it my you, turn? Is it my? <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's yeah. my new thing. Yeah, no, that's right, gonna well, last a week. Uh, yeah, well, you've got way too much time on your hands. Uh, way too much. Uh, <laughs> so it's actually produced by A twenty four. So they're obviously now venturing into television shows. So it did pique my interest because it was uh, uh, produced by A twenty four, which is my favorite production company. But also, it's executive produced by Drake. What? Yeah. What? Dog. This dude. Is everywhere. <laughs> he's fucking killing it. You gotta he's admire. He's championship. Guy. He's got a fucking private Boeing 757 Max. You know, the one that killed all those people? Yikes. Um, okay. He got one of the good ones. Yeah, when I, when I first read the headlines that he he <laughs> uh, Drake in a plane, I was like, oh no. Yeah, Drake Airlines. I was like, oh no, 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 no. Like I just saw the words Drake plane yeah. like, or Drake. Oh, was on you a thought plane. I was like, like the oh, plane went down? No. Yeah. Do you know how many people would be upset? All of Toronto. How many people would be upset? Yo, you have Toronto. Oh my their god, their economy would crash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tor- Toronto would just. We wouldn't even like. It, it, it's considered a city now, clearly, and it would just get stripped of its city privileges if. Drake wherever something were to happen to Drake uh, we would no longer consider Toronto Yo, City they would 400 million dollars in economic development <laughs> just pulled from <laughs> the, the urban community uh, from yeah. kids programs they just start boarding everything yeah. up alright kids I'm sorry Canadian Planned Parenthood just no <laughs> no more no more contraceptives uh, nothing. nothing no more music from Drake all of you are going to get pregnant we're shutting all Deal this shit down it. all of you are going to get pregnant <laughs> I think that would have happened with or without Drake. Executive producing the movie. And this is not his first time executive producing like a, a TV show, right? Sure. Uh, uh, Top Boy. Was it Top Boy? I the, don't know. It's like a, it was a TV series that was uh, based in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I remember Netflix hearing something about up. it. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was executive producer for Top Boy, which I've seen like the full season one of. And it was actually good. Yeah. Uh, so I picked up a lot of uh, like UK slang. Yeah. From, yeah. Yeah. They say some f- cool, funny shit. Yeah, please don't try to re- replicate any of that. So you, you get me? Uh, here we go. That's when, instead of saying, like, you know, do you understand? Do yeah. you, you know, like, you, you get me? Yeah. I did, let it be known, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I did try to avoid this whole. No, I, hey, listen, I'm going to do this shit for the rest of the show. <laughs> Within five minutes, you will promptly forget. I, nope. I guarantee it. In okay. it, and you get me. Uh, okay. Well, moving on here. Uh, we've got also coming out on HBO this, uh, this week is uh, Wig. Which is, uh, it, I believe, it's about the art of uh, drag. Um, it mm. looked actually pretty interesting. From you know, and they only released like a like a small like a little one minute promo for it, but um, looks interesting though. I uh, I think I'll check it out. Um, and it's called Wig. Wig. 
Okay. And this is on Netflix, right? No, no, no. This is uh, HBO. HBO. Yeah, yeah. I told you, I'm expanding the uh, horizon of uh, yeah streaming platforms that we're talking to about. To any of our listeners out there, if you have an HBO login that you'd like <laughs> to share, uh, DM us Yo, on Instagram. I, th- their technology is getting very good. It's being able they're, to pick up like... blocking shit? Yeah, like picking up when... Oh, they're fuckers. It's not like your... Sh- I don't know how they do it, too. That's got to be an invasion of privacy because it's like, how do you know... That uh, I'm not the person. They call you like, hey, um, <laughs> we just saw someone who lives five blocks away from yeah. where you live. Log in. Is that you? No. You're like, what they do is they- You're they like, pre- yeah, I'm at a coffee shop five blocks away. They're like, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. You know what? We see you on camera. <laughs> like, whoa, fucking HBO. No, what they do is they call you up pretending to be like some other company. They're like, uh, They call you up. Hey, this is uh, Comcast. Is this- From uh, OBH? Is this uh, Jacob? <laughs> no, nah, this is, uh, this is uh, Omar. All right. Uh, and then you just see it <laughs> deactivate. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> what are you watching right now? Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, okay. It shows up on your caller ID as HBO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, like no, uh, this is Verizon. <laughs> this is, uh, <laughs> and the person messes it up. This is HBO. Uh, this is uh, this is. <laughs> Yo, have you ever done that before? Like, have you ever been working like you know, job in high school, college, or whatever? Yeah. Uh, and then like. You know, you're on the phones. Yo, I had the funniest. Well, it's not the funniest story, but it, it's a uh, of the same occurrence. Uh, I walked into the bank and uh, you know, fill out my little slip, and then I go to the the front, and I'm just like waiting for the cashier to uh, or the teller to um, to acknowledge me. And she looks up. She says, "Welcome to uh, let's say my bank is Bank of America, right?" She was like, uh, "Welcome to Wells Fargo." And I was like. <laughs> I was like, did you have a job interview today? <laughs> and then she called her. So I'm like, ooh. And then like the, the teller sitting next to her is like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> yo, all right, so legit same shit happened to me. So this yeah. is back when, this is like 2011. I'm working at Under Armour in the call center, right? Yeah. You know, you know the spiel. You pick up the phone. Hey, thank you for choosing Under Armour. You know, how can I help you, right? But I was checking my emails at the time <laughs> that the phone rang. Yeah. So I picked up the phone. <laughs> Right, so I answered the call and I'm, I'm like, hello, thank you for calling Yahoo. <laughs> How can I help you? Right. And like the girl who was sitting next to me, she looked over her fucking jaw, just dropped like, holy shit. I mean, it's just, not the worst thing. It's not the worst thing. In the world, right. And I just, I, I laughed and I was honest with the person who was on yeah. the other end of the phone. I was like, looking at my email hey, boss. Um, sorry. Thank you for calling me Under Armour. How can I help you? I yeah. apologize. I was just checking an email and yeah. I don't you know, think if we, anybody we, trips over that or if anybody's like, I need to speak to your manager. I need to speak to the CEO. Like, <laughs> then, all right. Uh, all right. Well, Shut the fuck up. Clearly what you have nothing you else. Want? <laughs> you want your Steph Curry jersey? <laughs> fucking brand new fan. That's why you're getting a five-day delivery and yeah. not a two-day, all right? We're going to ground shit. <laughs> <this> shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's talk about what's going on on Hulu. Uh, we've got Good Trouble uh, Season 2 premiering. Uh, and and uh, what Hulu does is they have a what bunch Hulu of shows. Does? Hulu. No, you didn't say Hulu. I did say Hulu. No. What did I say? You forgot the H-U-L and the U. You said who? Like W-H-O. Well, I guess you didn't forget the H. <laughs> you forgot the U, the L, and the U. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, go back and listen right. to this shit. All right, I will rewind Dude, this I, podcast I, I, and figure it out. Are you okay? Well, I think this Red Bull has got me. Uh, it's got me having wings right now. I feel is that uh, I Red Bull? It, yes, that is Red that Bull. Fentanyl in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel incredible right now. I feel like I can conquer the world. Um, uh, on Hulu, 
um, what they do is they have clearly like a whole bunch of other shows from other networks that they, you know, but it's like almost as it's happening. So if a new episode of this show comes out this week, they're going to put that episode up on Hulu this week, you mm-hmm. know, um, which is different from Netflix where it's like they do it by season. So when the season's over and a little bit, maybe a, a few months after the season, then they'll release it on Netflix. What do you like better? Do you like it by episode or no, do you I, the full season? I, I, I've made the conscious decision that I'm only going to watch by season now. So even yeah. if a show is available to me like one episode at a time, I feel like like that's a waste of my time. I'm not going to wait around every week to fucking watch your shitty show. Because you know? that's why I don't watch TV, right? Like yeah. I want to be able to watch a full season yeah. of a show whenever I want to watch it. I want yeah. that like freedom. Like on your terms, yeah. Yeah. Not episode by episode. I don't have to. If I finish one, I don't want to fucking wait for the other. Just give me yeah. the whole shit. Because right? like, because like my schedule is like so crazy right now that it's like, yo, I don't. I literally don't have. I don't know if next week I'm going to be available to watch your shit at eight o'clock Tuesday night because I'm probably not going to be fucking home eight o'clock Tuesday night. Yeah. Not to be fair, you can watch it whenever you want, right? Like, let's say they release. No, no, you you can. But what I'm saying is, is like, even if it's not okay, eight o'clock Tuesday night, fine. Um, even if I can watch it at any point in time, um, if I'm going to sit down and make the conscious choice to watch TV, uh, I want to do that for more than just like 20, 30 minutes or however long your episode is. Chances are I have like, 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 let's say like today randomly, I have like three or four hours that I can just do whatever I want. And then I make look, I'm going to watch TV. Um, chances are I'm not just going to watch one single episode or something. I'm going to like watch two or three episodes of it because I know I have this chunk of time to work with yeah. and that for the rest of the week, I will not have time to sit down here and watch TV. Cause you have like an appetite for it and you exactly. want it. I'm all. in the mood. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. It's like going to like a hibachi grill restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. Where the guy is cooking the shit in front of you and he's giving it to you little bit by little bit. You're and you're like, like Yo, just give me the shit. Come on, dude. Like. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if you can spin the egg <laughs> on the spatula. Crack that shit. Stir it up. You know, I, I ordered mine scrambled. You know that. Put it on the plate. Stop fucking I'm not playing fucking with me. Five years old. Just give me this shit yeah. right now. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so as I go through these shows, these are all shows that are showing on different networks, but they're premiering on Hulu this week. Uh, we have Good oh, Trouble. I really don't like how you say it. Okay, I don't care. Hulu. Uh, Good Trouble season two, uh, which is a spinoff of the Foster show, and I know that only because. My uh, significant other is uh, infatuated with uh, The Fosters, which is an ABC show. And this show is Freeform. Have you heard of this? It's like ABC for like young people. Oh, fuck no. no. <laughs> yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> sounds All like right. a felony. Yeah, Chris yikes. Hansen, like, <laughs> what are you doing no, watching no, it's, this it's show? Like the, uh, it's like family friendly com- programming. No, but it's like. It's like the in between, between like the adult what? content and the ABC content. Mm. It's like, it's like. You know, so let me give you. It's perfect like example. after you lost your virginity, like when you're like 14, 15, like that. That's when crowd. I exit what, this entire conversation. All right. Uh, so <laughs> we we also have family food. You know, when you lost your virginity when you were younger. Not gonna fourteen. Not gonna 15. be trapped. Not gonna be trapped into no? this conversation now. Um, Are you a forty year old virgin? Yeah. <laughs> family food fight, uh, which is a. Uh, I, I thought it was gonna be a you different type of I, show. I've seen this. I've seen a preview for it. I thought it was gonna be a show where you're literally, like, it's a food fight. Which would have been kind of awesome. Isn't it families cooking against other families? I don't want to see that. I want to see families squaring off, throwing fucking mashed potatoes at each other. That's what I want to see. That no, would be exciting. One or two episodes of that and, and you're done. I mean, it's it's going to be done either way because it seems pretty stupid. But what, I would have so at least been excited about I that. Under, 
I could be wrong, but I think this show is either like an entire family. No, it is. Cooking, That's what it's, or exactly is what it is. like individual members within the family cooking against each other? Like I mom. Be, no, I believe dad. it's. I believe it's family versus family. Yeah. 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 Like you that, have that your family. Dope. Uh, I want to see an actual food fight. Maybe they'll find a way to like. Yeah, I'm telling you, one or two episodes of watching a food fight, you're just yeah. like, uh, well, that's actually kind of a waste of food. There are yeah, lots well, of hungry people. I think most of these food shows where they cook shit, yeah, massive waste of food. Because the majority of that food gets thrown away at the end of it, right? Dude, you Top like, Chef. Do you know how much food Top Chef has waste, wasted? I, don't I, I read a stat you, right? the other day that said <laughs> 40% of the food produced or like 40% of the, the food we, you know, quote unquote, are supposed to consume here in, in America. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what's shipped in, what's produced here, blah, 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 is actually wasted. Sure. Mostly I can beca- believe it. Yeah, mostly because like grocery stores, right? They only sell the product that looks a certain way, mm-hmm. right? So if a, if a banana or a batch of bananas are a little bit beat up, they know at Whole Foods, they know the Whole Foods shopper isn't going to want the beat up looking bananas, even if they're perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So Whole Foods will pretty much throw them away. Mm-hmm. Same thing for all different types of fruits and vegetables. If there's a can of, uh, or if there's some canned food and the can has a dent in it, they'll mm-hmm. pull it from the shelves and pretty much throw it away. Sure. Because they know Day has got his thumb up his ass and mm-hmm. doesn't want the, 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 would you the food eat, with the would can. Would you want to eat up a bruised up banana? You know what's actually funny? Mm-hmm. So, bananas that develop those brown spots mm-hmm. uh i've actually that means that that fruit is uh, it's a little bit sweeter has a higher sugar content than sure. the like the brighter yellow ones mm-hmm. uh, you didn't answer my question yeah okay uh would you like to uh do you go for the can like if you saw like two cans on a shelf one of them not dented the other one dented would you go which one would you go for yo if the dented one is on sale let's it's not get on sale it. it's the same price it's not on sale same price yeah I close my eyes and just grab that's one. That's a that's a fucking no, lie. You listen, know damn listen. well. I live in the real world <laughs> the today. Fuck okay? This guy. <laughs> I took the blue pill in the Matrix. Okay. <laughs> You're still caught in the Matrix. You're still you, living the lie. You realize you realize the blue pill. I lies. took the red pill. <laughs> <laughs> you you didn't hear what I said. <laughs> I'm at, I'm in Zion. Okay. Oh, You're still. Oh my god. At behind the desk. This guy. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you okay. heard me. I All took right. the red pill. I didn't say blue pill. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we've got uh, Holy Moly, uh, which is premiering on ABC. But, of course, like I said, this is coming out on uh, Hulu this week, uh, which is uh, the show that's uh, it's like a uh, like putt-putt golf or whatever the fuck they call it. Minister golf? Minister I guess golf. That's what, they, what they call it. Uh, the show There's is, a show it, about that? It is. Uh, and it's executive produced by Steph Curry. And I will remind no, you, I will Steph remind Curry. you that this was Fabe's attempt to tell us that, oh, you know, you guys said Steph couldn't act. Well, here's this is not acting. It's like hosting a show. That's right? We try to communicate with that with him. But uh, but he was not accepting of our explanation. Uh, shout out, Fabe, for your no one's gonna watch that shit. nonsensical. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Um, OK. Uh, and then uh, we've got Reef Break, which is a basically. Uh, it's a it's like a drama show about this uh, former thief turned fixer for uh, for a governor of a Pacific island. I, I don't know. It, it looks stupid. Uh, Sounds stupid. It, 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 well, it's ABC, <laughs> so it's it's it, uh, the hopes aren't it's only uh, so very much high. quality you're gonna get. <laughs> uh, then we have the wall, uh, which is essentially 
what's amazing about all these game shows is like all this shit's already been done. I don't know why they're like rehashing old shit. So they've got this basically this wall literally that has little planks on them. Yeah. And people have to like I think answer questions and if they answer right then they get the green ball which falls down and then lands on some sort of money slot and then that amount of money gets put into your bank and yada yada if you whatever if you keep going on. But this is actually being executive produced by LeBron James. You, you'll realize a current, like a theme as we go on here that uh, all these shows are being produced by, they have like a, some either major named uh, athlete or Yeah, it's like some like non-unique show, but hey, look who's executive producing LeBron James. It. You know him. balls. King, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know what show I really did like? Yeah. Uh, the Gladiator, the, the show that was yeah. produced by The Rock. Oh, like the fake American gladiators? Yeah, was it? It, was, it, wasn't, it, was it wasn't called, called gladiator, right? It was right. called like... No, because that, that would have been exactly like American gladiators. Yeah, uh, it was called... Like fucking Titans. Titans, yeah. Or something like that. Yo, yeah. So when I saw the previews for it, I was like... And and The Rock is like someone who I think is just uh, a standout individual, right? Yeah. As much as sometimes I hate the guy, he's <laughs> fucking good at everything. Yeah, you can't really hate him. And I saw that sh- the preview for the uh, Titans, and I was like, yo, fuck this guy. Fuck the show. Mm. But after watching one episode, you're like, yeah, you're holy shit, this is good. Yeah. And all he does is stand there and say, you got to give it your all. <laughs> you know, keep going. This is the, f- the defining moment. This is when it matters, right? That's literally all he says you, the entire show. You know what The show. Rock is? The Rock is... Uh, it's a soundbite. He, he is a absolutely sound a, 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 just a big sound bite making machine. Um, but he's uh, he's like if you're playing like a role playing game or something like that, you always have or like you sometimes have like something that'll pop up on it. Like you can do that. Like or if you're at the arcade yeah. and you're playing like one of those like one more round. Yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. what the rock is. He's just spitting out random cliched phrases yeah. that you're just like, all right, rock. I guess that's what I'll do. <laughs> I'll, million, I'll give it one more yeah. try. Twenty right. million a movie. <laughs> I guess I'll say what you need me to say. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so uh, and then we have it spin the wheel, which is uh, again another movie, uh, another show that's just like it is, is what it sounds wheel, like. You spin it, it lands on wheel, something. You gotta do that thing. I'm trying to figure out what the difference between this and Wheel of Fortune is. I'm really trying to like figure bigger wheel. out. Yeah, actually, it's a bigger wheel, but also that's stupid. Um, But this is um, being executive produced by um, uh, by Justin Timberlake. Uh, Not not executive produced by LeBron. Oh, shit. Executive produced by The the Rock. Oh, shit. Who's the other one? Executive produced by Steph Curry. Uh, Because, you know, fucking Aisha Curry is going to be want to be all on the camera and shit. She's probably going to want to co-executive produce it. Yeah. Uh, executive produced by Justin Timberlake? No, I'm not watching that shit. Really? After his last album? No, fuck that. Man I, in actually, the Woods? I, I don't think his the actual album was that bad. It, it was the promotion around the album. I think it was terrible. The music wasn't, wasn't good at all. I thought, it was, I thought it was all right. At least from the singles that he dropped. But whatever. Teach no, his own. No, no, no. Uh, After um, uh, I'm Bringing Sexy Back, what is that? What was that album called? Was that I'm Bringing Sexy Back? Future Sex, uh, Future sex future Love sex, Sounds? Yeah, Love Sounds. That album was fire. Yeah. Everything since then. What are you talking about? Twenty twenty experience? That shit was that shit was flames. What do you mean? No. Get the fuck out. I can okay. tell by the way you said it. Flames? No. Okay. Whatever. No. Uh, all right. On uh, that was uh, on Hulu. Uh, if that was okay with pronunciation for you. You didn't uh, fuck that one up. Fair enough. 
dog is uh in here. Uh, uh, I think it's female, blue, so it's not yeah. looking her balls. What, what is she doing over there? Bro, whenever th- whenever it thunderstorms, she gets really scared. Uh, we're pet yeah. friendly podcast here. We are. Uh, we are. Yeah. Uh, you know, hashtag that shit. We're we'll get like a million new listeners. Yeah. Pet, friendly, pet friendly people. Yeah. They'll Peta. follow we, we anything gotta, that's about loving pets. Yeah, we, we got a uh, at uh, Peta on uh, on some social media post. Uh, okay, on Amazon Prime. No, no, we no, have no, not a- Peta. They're fucking savages. They <laughs> they will attack you yeah. if you say anything negative about pets. Well, we're not saying anything negative. We're saying something positive. No, 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 I don't okay. want any parts of Peter. <laughs> yeah, okay. Leave Peter alone. Good or bad? Okay. We have Yardy. Peter's like Hydra. I'm just gonna. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Peter's like Hydra. I like it. Uh, we have Yardy coming out on Amazon Prime, uh, which I believe uh, Yardy. Uh, Yardy. Okay. Um, Jamaican which thing. is uh Oh, is that? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Did I? Oh, okay. That, well, yeah. that explains a lot because uh, it's um, directed by Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so actually makes sense. That's, how, that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, is he originally Jamaican? Uh, no, I think so. He is. Uh, I know he has like an English. He's from England. Yeah, I thought he was um, uh, Nigeria or from Africa by way of the UK, but in the UK there is a heavy Caribbean influence. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I have no idea. I was just I've asking because a I, pretty good amount of family in the UK is yeah. heavy, heavy Caribbean influence. Gotcha. I'm, I'm gonna fly through. Wap no yadi. I don't know what that means, so I'll just keep going. What's going on? Is that some more English? Yeah, it's, uh, it's like, no, that's like, that's, that's Jamaican. Oh, okay. That's, that's from the islands. Yeah, it's like how you greet. It's like, it's like dude or, or my friend. Yeah. What, it, what was it again? Yadi. Oh, oh, just no a yadi. word. Yeah, yadi. Oh, I thought you said something along with it. I said, wap no yadi. Oh, well, that's is like, that like what's happening? It's like, what's going on, man? Ah. Yeah. I see. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was going to say something. I'm not going to say it. Yankee. Right. Yeah, I know, right? I, I really am. I'm fully Americanized <laughs> at this point. Um, I'm just going to bolt through the rest of these because really nobody cares about Amazon Prime. Nobody. Uh, Documental Season 3, nope. Final Life Season 1, and mm. Tokyo Alice Season 1 are all coming out on uh, Amazon Prime this mm. week. That sounds like it should be on Pornhub. Uh, maybe. It probably is. Uh, yeah. Um, Most likely. On Netflix, we've got uh, Adam Devine, Best Time of Our Lives. Adam Devine is the uh, Guy from the Maroon dude. 5? No. Uh, that's, Ad, that's Adam Levine. Uh, Adam Devine is uh the dude from sounds familiar damn i'm trying to think of like he's been in a lot of movies but i just can't i'm trying to think of like specifically one he was in a zach efron movie he was like he he did that thing where him and zach efron were in a movie Ah, god damn it look look up his imdb and and we'll uh, i feel like as soon as i look him up i'm gonna see his face and it's gonna click yeah but he has a comedy special um you know uh or this is a comedy special rather um I saw a clip from it. I don't know. Didn't uh, didn't do anything for me, but you know, I'm sure somebody. Don't. Oh, you know, he's in that TBS show, um, Workers or some shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this guy. Yeah, he's um, got that like uh, that like he's probably like 33, but he looks like 22 in every movie. <laughs> yeah, he, does, he doesn't look like he ages. Guy. No, oh, he he was in uh, he was in. Do you ever watch the show? Uh, he was in Pitch Perfect, Workaholics. Workaholics was the thing I was thinking of. Um, Modern Family. Modern have you, Family. Have you watched yep. Modern Family? Yeah, he's in. Uh, he's in that. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's got a comedy special on Netflix. Uh, watch it, I guess. Um, <laughs> um, uh, then we have Beats coming out on Netflix, which is a Anthony uh, Anderson film, um, or at least he's starring in it. Um, it looks pretty good. It's about this uh, kid who makes beats and his like uh, school like teacher from school 
um, ends up finding out and then he tries to like uh, produce him, you know, or, or manage him or whatever. Um, and uh, it looked pretty interesting from from what I can see. I, I, I peeped okay. out the trailer. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it now. It looks like a... Yeah, looks pretty cool. You know what? Anthony Anderson, again, I think he's another actor in Hollywood who, like, he's done... Well, he's a comedian, right? So he does mostly comedic roles. But he's yeah. also done a lot of, like, more serious films, like, throughout his career. Yeah. Uh, he's taken a lot of roles that you wouldn't expect. I, I really like Anthony Anderson. Yeah. There, there are yeah. very few things he's done. And, again, he does more, like, especially now, he does more TV, more family-friendly stuff. But I really like Anthony Anderson. He's one of those actors where he's never going to be, like, the, you know, that, that he rarely headlines a movie. Yeah. Right? But he always does great work. Yeah, I mean, I think Blackish was sort of a renaissance for him, right? Where he could prove that, you know, like, hey, like, I'm not just, uh, you know, kind of a run-of-the-mill run actor here. I'm, you know, I, I can, I can you know, lead a show, you know? And he yeah. does it supremely well. I think uh, Blackish is one of the most underrated, if not, to me, the, the most underrated show on television right now. And um, then there's, uh, like, we forget about The Departed. He was great. Into the Departed. Uh, he was all right in Departed. You didn't think so? He I didn't have he that great. many lines. Yeah, it was. No, no, but <laughs> had like four small lines. Small role, small yeah. role. But he was, he was so good to me that you kind of forgot that he was a comedic actor. You forgot that he was a comedian mm. or he comes from that background. Okay. To me, that's a sign of hey, this guy is really good at what they do. Yeah. Um, and then uh, also on Netflix, we've got The Edge of Democracy, which is a kind of like a political uh, documentary about Brazil, which actually looked pretty good. We have Le Cant du Loup, uh, which is a, I guess, a French movie about like uh, some sort of submarine situation where there's like some sort of dire situation that happens on a submarine and they're trying to figure out what the fuck's going France on. France has submarines? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a brave new world. Uh, we have Ad Vitam. Uh, which is a regeneration sci-fi foreign film. I think it's French. Uh, I do not know. Boulevard, which is a Venezuelan. Uh, it's about a Venezuelan general uh, who I guess helped people. Um, then we have Casket, uh, the Casket Tears season two, which is uh, basically about uh, funeral parlor life. Which is actually this sounds vaguely interesting. Um, we have the Confessions, uh, the Confession Tapes season two, which is actually it's a uh, um, uh, a uh, docu series about um, cases where uh, people, people have like confessed to crimes that they actually that they didn't actually commit, did right? Commit, yeah, exactly. Uh, what that was on originally on Netflix, right? It, this, that's and this what is, I'm talking okay, about. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I thought <laughs> this is Hulu. Are you awake right now? Is this? Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. on a podcast. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we have Dark Season Two, uh, which is a German sci-fi mystery. Um, girls incarcerated too, which is about it basically follows teenage girls who are in uh, the uh, who are incarcerated at um, American uh, correctional facilities. Go uh, live your way, season two, which is a Argentine show about like basically like a girl who classes with like popular people, kids. I don't know, the same old shit. Sounds riveting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have June Khan Bata Ideal. June Kanbata Ideal. Yeah. Shut up, man. You <laughs> annoy the <laughs> shit out of you with that. Um, I want you to read one of these first and then That's deal not. with the same confidence. Uh, anyway, no, 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 uh, the person who does it second always, <laughs> they, they always shine. Uh, which that's about, I guess it's like a, about a person who's like a third wheel in a couple. Um, mm. I believe it's an Indian uh, film. Um, and then we have La Misma Sandri. Uh, which is a is like a about like a deadly family duel. It's a Spanish film, I think. 
Uh, then we have, lastly, Mr. Iglesias, which is a uh, Gabriel Iglesias, a comedian. Uh, it's about him being a, a high school history teacher. Uh, and I'm sure all the fun and zany antics that he gets into because of. I don't know whether that. I like him or not. I don't know. I don't. I, I honestly don't think I could, could tell you that I've seen any of his work. I've seen some. I mean, he's he's not bad. He's yeah. very he's very uh, very. Uh, popular, I think I might have seen some, uh, some stand up uh, of his maybe. Yeah. It's like he when he hits he hits. Yeah, but, but when he bombs he bombs. Not even bombs, but like the rest of it is for me. It's just very like, yeah, you know, I, I could do without it. Mm. It's like eating um like like fucking tofu or going to like a vegan restaurant. Like like eating a, a vegan burger, you're like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel good about myself, but yeah, really, it's really was shitty. You, you know, and this is a completely different topic, but uh, you know what's a really good vegan place that uh, I swear I'm not getting a sponsorship for, but maybe we should get a sponsorship for. Wink, wink. Um, is uh, Red Emma's? I don't know if you've been there. Red Emma's, like A M O S. Red Emma's. Emma's, yeah, E M M A, I believe. Okay, and uh. That shit is like delicious. I had a Reuben from there. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, this is. Are you guys sure this isn't an actual Reuben?" A Reuben is like, it's, it's beef, right? Yeah, it's. So, uh, yeah. It's, how it's do they do like a vegan Reuben? I don't know what the fuck they put in it. All I know is I was just like, "Yo, dude, I mean, there was clearly some mistake. You guys are serving actual yeah. like corn beef here." <laughs> that restaurant's actually tricking vegans into, <laughs> yeah. into eating meat, Yo, right? Wouldn't that Who be? actually oh owns God. the parent company? Is really Tyson's Chicken? <laughs> Right <laughs> or Purdue, let's get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Yo, some wouldn't dark that, shit wouldn't that be some dark shit? Like, yeah, though? this isn't real bacon. It's turkey. No. It's fake bacon. It's it's made from beans. It's bean bacon. Yo, they wouldn't just they, they wouldn't just sue them. They would they would try to kill them. Who vegans? Yeah, like, vegans. They're the, like, but that that they, that'd be a major gonna, that'd be a major dilemma. They just go, yeah, we're gonna petition. No, th- that would be a major dilemma because it's like we can't kill them because technically we're not supposed to be killing anything. Uh, Yo, so they'd be perplexed. Can a vegan kill? Yeah, a, a vegan serial killer. Does that exist? Hmm. That'd be a v- you know it does. Very no 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 person is that pure to <laughs> to not kill at all, right? <laughs> Anything. What? No person is that pure there's not a, to kill. There's a, I think there are a lot of people. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no one's not that to kill. Uh, okay, Caitlyn Jenner didn't she kill that guy? Oh uh, yeah, I believe she wasn't in an accident. Okay. I, I don't know. Did the person die? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they did. If not, yeah. for the sake of the story, let's make him dead. Um, <laughs> see, isn't she, isn't she a vegan, Caitlyn Jenner? I I don't know. I, I think so. For the sake of the story, let's make her a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of the story Yeah You know what Oh shit That's my new thing too Yeah for the uh, sake of the story For that's the sake just, of story <laughs> That's just a nice way of admitting I'm gonna What yeah, I'm saying is gonna I'm be bullshit I'm completely making this up <laughs> <laughs> I'm be doing my My 2019 taxes <laughs> For the sake of the story Let's just say I paid them <laughs> I made nothing this year Zero dollars <laughs> is what I made uh, Okay Alright let's Let's move on from uh, From all the streaming shit Let's uh, Let's jump into uh, Some of our topics here uh, The first one up MTV Music uh or video, Jesus Christ, MTV movie and TV awards. Let's talk about that for a second. They're doing a TV too. I believe, yeah, I believe that's what it was called. MTV. But it just doesn't sound as cool. Yeah, because you remember when they, it was like the MTV movie awards. Well, now you got to be inclusive. So. You know, Britney Spears performing. Well, Justin and, and also there's too many weird things that are like the in betweens, right? Yeah. Like, so you have like some of those like limited series that's like, Joe, do we count this as a movie? Like, so for yeah. instance, Black Mirror. The episodes are like. 
uh, you know, an hour and 20 minutes long. Yeah, it doesn't long. qualify as a TV it's show. A, it's not, it's a, not movie. a movie. But at the same time, it's not exactly a show. And then, like, the programs that are, like, uh, like Netflix, uh, or not Netflix, I'm like, Facebook shows, right? Like, Red Table Talk is, it's, it's, a, it's show. a Facebook show, right? Well, well, you actually had it right when you, when you said Netflix, because it's like, okay, well, then what do they consider those, right? Spielberg is like, yeah. nope. No. Nope. He's, he's outside of the MTV award. Awards, like, no. It's a movie award <laughs> you, show. You remember uh, Daniel Bryan from Wrestling? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No! No! That's all. Spielberg <laughs> is outside of the fucking. Uh, He's in the audience MTV. with like with a no. fake mustache. <laughs> yeah. It's not Boo. a movie. Boo! Not a it's movie. It's streaming. It's streaming. Doesn't count. <laughs> They're like Steven. We can. We, we still know no, it's you. It's it's, it's Steve Fenn. <laughs> it's with the ph, not the v e n. P h e n. It's the Finnish way of spelling it. <laughs> it's like Stefan. Like Curry. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Spielberg. <laughs> Leave. Um, okay. Uh, let's just talk about some of the winners and losers. I personally didn't watch the show because I, I didn't even know what was happening. I'll be yo, honest. Yo, I haven't watched I that did not. in yo, at least 10 If years. you still watch the MTV Movie Awards, yo, you're dedicated. That's only you're for a fan. people between the ages of like, I'll, I'll go 12 yeah. and like No, do you think, do you, 19. Do, do kids still watch MTV? That still happens? I think. Yeah, they yeah, must, I guess, I since think. they're still on there. I mean. Either I, I, I literally don't know what anybody. Kids are doing. Now forget sick. kids. I don't know anybody. anybody. Like, I'm sure if I went up to a kid right now, I'm like, "Yo, do you watch MTV?" They're like, "MTV what? Yeah. <laughs> what is that?" Yo, MTV, right? <laughs> that, that'd be crazy. <laughs> that shit. I heard um, about that in my history books. Like, yeah, who's, <laughs> who's watching MTV? Uh, I don't know. I'd like to believe it's kids between 12 and 19. Because if you're 28, oh, you know what? They do have a lot of those shows. Doing? When like do you when Teen do you, Wolf and all that other shit? Exactly, yeah, like yeah, right. 14, 15 year old right. girls are watching that shit. But if you're, you're like right. 29, yeah, grown yeah. man, yeah. when do you have time to watch? No, 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 not MTV? even when, not even when you have the time. Like, what what is Why? on MTV yeah. that's interesting? There's far yeah. better content There's, for someone you, you of your age. You got eighteen thousand different streaming platforms. Uh, you've got every fucking uh, every great show is on right now. Uh, for you to stop that all that and be like, you know what, you know what I want to do? I want to watch Team Mom. Season eighty nine. Yeah, listen. Eh. A few episodes ago, I and I stand behind this. I said, no one, man or woman, is above a slap. If I meet an adult, anyone over the age of twenty five, who's like, oh, I haven't seen Game of Thrones, I haven't seen Breaking Bad, but they I say I, I've watched I, all of the these last... great programs. But they're yeah. like, I watched every episode <laughs> of Teen Mom three. Yeah, slap. I no longer can. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I can't deal with you anymore. Put, I'm touching you. Okay. I'm t- <laughs> Putting a pause on you. <laughs> That's just the way it's gotta go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, especially in this Me Too era, that's brave. I like to say that. That's listen. Brave. Me and Russell Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yo, I still can't believe Kanye said that. Wait, what Remember, uh, Kanye was like, uh, Russell Simmons said he gonna pray for Me Too. Well, I'm gonna pray for him because he got Me Too. I didn't. I didn't. Yo, uh, it was on a song. Yikes! From his shitty album. Yay. <laughs> um, yeah. That was the only good part of the album. Yeah. N- not the song. Yeah, the entire album. That was the only good part. Yeah, um, let's talk about how stupid some of these categories are. I'm not trying to be oh. a hater right now. No, like you know, I'm you know genuinely they're, you know they're trying not stupider. to be. It's these are some very stupid, and I guess they can't take themselves as serious as like the fucking uh, Oscars or literally any other award show. So they have to like come up with something very stupid. Uh, l- l- let's talk about some of these uh, reality w- royalty. I guess Fuck. best reality show. Um, who won? Best kiss. 
uh, Love and Hip Hop, uh, Atlanta won uh, as uh, reality royalty. And they were up against Jersey Shore, Family Vacation, The Bachelor, The Challenge, Vanderpump Rules, all things that sound awful. Okay, I, I could... I, I could get that. I, Stupid uh, as fuck, but... The name sounds dumb. Um, I feel like every employee at MTV, everyone needs to come up with a category by Friday. That was the Monday morning meeting, and these were all the categories <laughs> that came from that. Yeah. Um, okay, best real-life hero. Okay, now, the honorable honorable thing to say, right? Okay. Let me, let me But it's list. like stupid. Is it celebrities? Well, hold on. Uh, so you have Alex Honnold, which... Uh, free Solo? I don't know if that is. Is that a thing? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, it might be important, and I might have just like, uh, like free solo. Yeah. Who, like which solo? Yeah, Han sounds, solo, yeah. <laughs> Hope solo. I, I remember that specific title, like free solo, but I don't, I don't remember what it was for. Uh, Hannah Gadsby. Uh, the fuck is that? I don't know. Um, Roman Reigns uh, from the WWE, who I do know battled uh, cancer. Uh, he had a re, um, uh, what is it called? Um, don't a lot of people re- battle re-occurring? cancer. They do. But Can you I mean, honor one person for battling famous. cancer? He's famous. Um, or at least well, relatively what so. What about Lance Armstrong? He beat testicular cancer. That's the uh, most evil type of cancer. Yeah, but uh, he, he was also <laughs> a massive cheater, so I feel like uh, you kind of have to weigh things. for a good cause. <laughs> no. what The two are unrelated. He didn't have to cheat. <laughs> what do you mean? He had... No, he had to cheat. He had the dopest blood in order to beat In order to cancer? raise... Five hundred million dollars <laughs> for cancer research, you know, because if but what if, does that have to do with him listen, racing though? If Lance didn't dope, right? Let's imagine yeah. a world for a moment, sure, okay, yeah, um, where Lance and no one in the cycling industry or uh, sport mm-hmm. doped. Mm-hmm. No one would have ever fucking watched that shit, right? And they would have only have ever in the entirety of uh, cycling, right? They would have only have ever raised. $98 for cancer research. <laughs> but they dope everybody up. Why specifically $98? Cuz they're never going to make it to 100. <laughs> no one's going to give those last $2. Okay. I, I don't even want to continue okay. with this whole uh, trail. Let's just get through this shit. For the sake I, of the I story. Get done. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just Jesus Christ. But no, he doped for a good reason, okay? Okay. Uh, I love Lance Armstrong. Uh, I'm not My even idols against it. Lance Armstrong. Yeah. O.J. Simpson. I, I knew O.J. was coming up. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. O.J. was coming. Yeah, okay. Uh, and Serena Williams for being Serena. Um, what is this category again? Best real life hero. I, I guess Serena, she had a uh, she had a child in 18, I think, and then she came back and played Yeah, tennis. what about that Nigerian guy in France who climbed a four-story building to save the baby who was... Who was Apparently he doesn't hero? get the nod. Although that that might be Alex Honnold, and we just don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> his you, name's you not ever, Alex yeah, Honnold. No, that's his American name. <laughs> Rarely ever is there a, a real Nigerian yeah. named Alex. Alex, yeah, <laughs> no, it's definitely not his actual uh, government. All right, but the the it's winner his job interview name. The winner winner of the best uh, real life hero was uh, RBG herself, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, I guess Can't I guess you can see that. that. But also, all of our resources should be put into keeping Ruth Bader Ginsburg alive. Yo, she, yeah, if, if her and Keanu we really, really, really <laughs> her and Keanu Reeves need to live. <laughs> 
for as long as yo, possible. Dude, yo, that was your second stroke of the night. You all right, yo? Do we, <laughs> do we, need, do we need to call the fucking paramedics, dude? I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I took some pills earlier. I'm I like, okay. like how you handled that day. You're like... <sighs> <laughs> That's when you know, like, you, you fucked up, and there's no joke you can tell. There's no way you can massage it to, yeah. like, make it all right. You just, gotta, you, you just gotta accept that. It's out. like when you finish too early, yeah. and she, you could tell she's just Super disappointed. disappointed. You're just like, um, ah, but, but like she likes you, so it's like, yeah. all right, well, maybe he's a round two guy. But then you roll over and you go to sleep, and like, fuck, <laughs> but I like this guy. You know, I, I feel like that's how most women feel. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so our, our RBG one, I think all of our resources need to be put into keeping her She's up and running, at least while Trump's president. Um, yeah, best real life hero. I don't know. I just, it, and then to have these people listed on there, they're all clearly like famous people. That's like a weird, that's a weird thing to me. Um, uh, let's see. What's another weird category? Um. Yeah, yeah. Give they me had a weird one. Well, this okay. Most memeable moment. Yep. Now. Didn't Ray J wasn't he nominated for his hat thing? Oh, uh, he was nominated. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Love and hip hop. Ray J's hat. Yes, I see. I do see that. Yo, Ray. So I gotta give it to Ray J. He's managed to. Uh, he doesn't have like he's not a great singer, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he's not a great actor. He's not great in. Any now, very successful guy. Not knocking Ray J. He makes more money than I do, right? A lot yeah. more money. But like, he's not great at any particular thing. But he is able to capitalize on the momentum or or, or the time. And and so, for example, his hat. Right when yeah. he was on the Breakfast Club doing an interview, um, it became a real funny thing because every segment that he was in, his hat was shifted a different <laughs> way, and it yeah. was like it was fucking hilarious, right? Yeah. So what did he do? He started a company that sells hats, like Ray J Hats. Yeah. So he sells hats and beanies through his website. I think it's yeah, like Ray J Hat. I feel like that's only like you're only taking advantage of a momentary thing. Like it's not a. I think no. As far as I understand, they've done over like a million dollars in sales. I mean, yeah. That's, no, what I'm saying it's is, it's like it's not. Yes, that is good. What I'm saying is, it's not a sustainable thing. Like it's not like people are buying it because it's like oh my god you've got to have ray j's hat because it's just such, such good quality it's like no, yeah it's not it was fucking, hilarious it's not patagonia moment. okay <laughs> it's not like, gonna be a cultural phenomenon yeah but just the 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 forethought to say you know what this is this meme took off online let me make this product start a website sell it yeah i gotta give it to him smart guy yeah very smart guy yeah uh fuck kim kardashian Okay. On camera. Yeah, that's still his uh, best claim to fame. Yeah. Um, Not bad. And then, uh, how much money he makes from that? How much do you think he the residuals? Right. Well, who do we talk about residuals from? We talked about uh, 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 Keanu Reeves and the. Uh, did we talk about him in the Matrix or something? No, like that? But it was someone after that. Like I don't know. I don't know. Come on, my memory is terrible. We just talked about it. I know my anyway, memory is terrible. Yeah. His residuals from that sex tape, maybe like 10, 20k a year. I, I doubt it. I no? highly doubt that he gets residuals. Seven hundred and fifty dollars a year, maybe a month. More, I give him a month. Nah, it's the only thing. Sell seven fifty a month, <laughs> a nah, year, a year. Eh, yeah. Still, I mean, <laughs> helps yeah. out with gas. It's not bad. Yeah. Gas money, <laughs> oil changes. <laughs> not bad. I'll right. take it. Uh, and the Avengers cleaned up. Uh, taking home best movie. 
uh, taking home best uh, best hero with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, uh, and best villain with uh, Josh Brolin as Thanos. I don't I don't know why They're like that was just a gimme because truth be told, Thanos wasn't as good in Endgame Whoa. as he was in Infinity War. Infinity War is like oh shit. Thanos changed the game as far as like villain. He didn't really change the game, but he just was a good villain to have in 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 a superhero movie, um, or just a movie overall. Um, uh, but in Endgame, yeah, well, I, I he wasn't End, really even in Endgame. I don't like think that. Endgame was about Thanos. No, no, that's and, what I'm saying. Yeah. But that's a weird that he wins. So like he, he was won a, for Endgame. Exactly. Like, he was best villain in Endgame. Yeah, like right? look, okay. it, I got gotcha. you. They have uh, Jody. A Comer, who was in Killing Eve, uh, uh, Joseph, uh, I believe, Fines, uh, I think so, uh, who's in Handmaid's Tale, uh, Lupita Nilongo as Red in Us, uh, Penn Bagley in uh, You, um, which is interesting that they have some shows in there. That's uh, that's interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I think I might go with any number of those over Thanos in Endgame. Like that seems like it's just a carryover from Infinity War. No, see, like, and and I've we've watched all of those, right? I've seen you. I've seen us. Um, no, I haven't seen, seen Killing Eve. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen Handmaid's Tale. You're right, but I, I'm very familiar with that. Yeah. Um, better than Thanos? No, no. What I'm saying is, we're thinking of Thanos in the full context of Infinity War and Endgame. I'm look. I'm talking about just strictly Endgame as a movie specifically on its own. I mean, he was in the Endgame for like ten minutes. The moments he was in it though were. But not because of Thanos, because of the epicness of the moment. Yeah. But not because oh my god, he said or did something that mm. like blew me out of the water. Like it, he had like five lines. I mean, it, it flowed with the story, but it wasn't really like they. You're thinking. Mm. You're thinking deeply on it. I don't know. <laughs> I would still give it to. Maybe with a bit of like, should I be giving you this? No, some hesitation. But yeah, here, here. Fair it's enough. yours. All right. Because I don't, I, I don't feel comfortable giving it to any of them. Okay. They didn't deserve it. Because they're women. <laughs> Sexist. No, Penn Bagley wasn't a woman. I know. I just do that. Yeah, out there. yeah. I, 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 don't, I, don't I, you, I, I Every now and then, you gotta try to trip somebody you up. You gotta throw a slight me. You gotta, you gotta speed bump. Uh, you know, you just gotta give just a speed throw bump. it in there just to throw, throw it in off. there. Mix it up. You yeah, know? you know what? That's my new thing. I'm gonna start speed bumping. <laughs> I've had a lot of new things this episode. <laughs> yeah. What was my first new thing? I don't know. Why do you want me to remember? The hard uh, stop. Yeah. Just like stop talking. Okay, you yeah. did have that. And then what was my my second thing was? I don't know. I'm not your bookkeeper here. I had a second thing. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it was. I don't. Oh, um, um, um. For the sake of the story. Yes. Yeah, that was my second yeah. thing. Yeah, and my third thing is speed bump. Right, I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna speed bump you. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna hard stop for yeah. the sake of the story. Um then we have a uh, best show which uh Game Don't of Thrones just move to on from my I have to move on because we've been talking about this for like three hours about utter nonsense. Yeah. Um uh Game of Thrones took home best show. That's pretty and and, uh, and here's to, here's showing what the quality of work it well. And I and I, I say that very condescendingly. Uh, they have Big Mouth, which is actually a pretty decent show. Riverdale, yikes! Uh, Shit's <laughs> Creek, uh, which is actually fairly funny. And the Haunting of Hill House. I don't even know what the fuck that is, but uh, it's weird that Game of Thrones, given the fashion that it ended in, took home best show. That's really weird, because. I mean, they had to have been looking at it in its entirety. They have to, right? Instead of just this final season eight. But like that's most that's people. that's not 
that's not fair to the rest of the shows, right? Who don't have the the history like the, that Thrones may have. Exactly. Like some of these other shows may be in their like second or third season. Yeah, you're you're talking about right now the what we just sh- saw. Are they the best show? And but, I mean, granted, I think even looking at season eight, you know, there was a lot of disappointment there, especially yeah. with like the final episode. But overall, even just season eight, I think it was better than most shows on TV today, yesterday, or tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, they actually made a mistake with Best Hero. I really do think they should have given that to uh, uh, Maisie Williams, uh, uh, who who played uh, who plays uh, Arya Stark on uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, uh, tell uh, me the nominees look, and tell me who they gave it uh, to. Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, John David Washington, uh, Black Klansman, um, Maisie Williams, Arya Stark, uh, Robert Downey, Iron Man, uh, Zachary Levin, um, Shazam. Shazam. How do f- however you fucking say it? You started off with Brie Larson. You know I was about to lose my yeah, shit. Yeah, I know, which is why I quickly went to John David Washington. <laughs> if they gave it to Brie Larson uh, as Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah. So tell me who the winner was. It's got to be Robert, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. Who else? Uh, Maisie Williams, like I just said. Who else? Yeah. Well, Maisie Williams. Yeah. Okay. I would have won with her. But like, she's not the what are you true talking? hero. She was the fucking hero. She fucking she. She got the again, Ice King up out of there. Yeah, but then the, again, her, Iron Man wouldn't have been able to do that. Yeah, he he, he couldn't have pulled off the knife drop. You know, he would have tried to fucking hit him with a laser. The fucking Night King would have just ate that shit and been like, "All right, I'm gonna fucking." You saw uh, he couldn't even handle the fucking glove. Mm. He couldn't fan, hey, handle yo, Infinity Gauntlet. If How was Iron Man's suit was made out of Valerian steel, it wasn't though. He would get them out of there. It was regular steel. No, I'm saying if he did make it out of like Valerian steel, yeah. some dragon stone, yeah. could have, would have, should have. He would fuck them up. Yeah. Well, Night King I, I, would be like, I guess they kept they kept it in the family. He would get back on that dragon. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. They kept it in the family though. They kept it in a Stark line. So I guess we can appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I think they gave it to a Stark. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, the, the Starks had a great 2018, 2019. They did. Arya Stark, Sansa Stark. Yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah. Uh, Snow didn't really have a good eighteen, but no. uh, well, he's, yeah. he's a Snow. Yeah, he's a Snow. What are you going to do? He's a Targaryen. Uh, yeah. Well, he's both a Targaryen and a Stark, I guess. Uh, okay. Let's let's move on from MTV. That was uh, uh, I think we can all agree that the MTV music movie awards aren't what they uh used yeah. to be. Didn't watch it this year. Yeah. Won't watch it next. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> let's talk about uh Max Landis. Uh, talking about uh, you know, another sort of thing that uh we won't be watching anything of his anytime soon um uh popular not popular but well i guess popular in hollywood within the industry yeah within the industry popular screenwriter max landis uh we're gonna cut right to the fucking uh the goods um he's been uh accused of many uh uh emotional as well as sexual um uh abuse yeah, uh, allegations. Well, just to give you some background as to like why he's popular with the industry, right? So Max Landis, he's a uh, screenwriter. He's a uh, uh, is is he producer, director, or just uh, I mean, I'm sure he, he's directed some things. And, okay, screenwriter, yeah. producer, director. Uh, he's he's again big mainly just a screenwriter. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I'm sorry. Continue. So he, allegations have recently come out. I believe yeah. seven women. Yeah. Uh. I think seven or eight women have come out and said basically that he's uh he's done various uh things to them. Uh. You know. Uh. And the reason why I even want to talk about this story. So so Max uh Landis he uh his first big claim to fame was uh is that he's the son of John Landis. Uh, very uh, famous uh, director. So he's kind of like uh, grandfathered in, if you would, or just fathered in um, to 
uh, to Hollywood. Um, when I and I remember first watching him because when I first tried to sort of um, and when I first started to do you know uh, to screenwrite myself and and uh, uh, trivia note, uh, John Landis uh, was the director of one of the films that I was actually going to talk about tonight, but we we nixed that was uh, Coming to America. He actually okay. directed Coming to America. Uh, John Landis uh, actually has a really interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, the Blues resume. Brothers, Animal House, Twilight um, Zone. Uh, yeah, uh, so very American Werewolf in London. Very uh, prominent director. His son Max Landis. Uh, I remember watching videos because I was watching different videos of screenwriters uh, trying to sort of just get a flavor of you know what some of the people in the industry were saying about the process of writing. Um, th- again, this is back when I first sort of started uh, uh, getting into it myself. Uh, and I remember coming across a video of Max Landis, and the first thing I thought when after hearing him speak was, "This guy's a fucking tool. Yeah. This, this guy's the worst." You know when you can just tell that oh, like, the feeling you look, get. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover or by, I guess, what it immediately says. But I completely judge his book you by the cover. You know when you've met a slimy individual, though. Slimy motherfucker. Uh, and I, look, this is all the things that Max Landis is being accused of. Um, it's, they're all at this point allegations. allegations. So of course we can't say anything definitively, but uh, talking you off uh, off the was it off the record? Yeah, yeah. The, the, he did that. This shit. nigga did that. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like Kanan when I say that yeah. that nigga did that, that nigga shit. did that shit. And I love the way that he de- delivers the line. Yeah. His delivery is his delivery. Perfect. His delivery is like yo. As the audience, yo, you know this nigga's lying when he yeah. says like, "Oh, that nigga did that shit." Like, yeah. you know he's lying, but somehow the character just believes him. Like, you know what? I guess he really Kane, did. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> you've never given me a reason not to trust you, <laughs> aside from killing your yeah. own son. <laughs> yeah, you're a very trustworthy individual. Um, but uh, so, anyways, so and the reason why I felt that way about him was because. Uh, he reeked of everything that is like the typical sort of like Hollywood privileged, uh, like that arrogance, uh, arrogance, yeah. you know, and just the way he talked and the way that he presented himself, it, it was from this place of arrogance. And uh, he's famous from for um, his first film that I believe that was like the, the successful film, which was uh, Chronicle, you know, uh, d- directed by Josh uh, Trank. Um, and, uh, Chronicle was was a very good movie. Yeah, um, and Chronicle that featured um, Michael B. Jordan, correct? Yes, Michael okay. B. Jordan, Dane DeHaan, um, and it was sort of like actually their sort of like first start. You know, yeah. uh, Michael B. at that point was pretty still pretty famous. Uh, he he done Friday Night Lights, uh, but that's the first film that I remember his earlier films that I really, really yes one of the first films yep. that where you can point to be like oh that was like the start of something um and so I, and then and then uh Josh Trank he just came out with this uh um uh social media post I don't, I don't know what it was on it might have been on Twitter but he basically said hey I haven't talked to Max Landis in uh since uh Chronicle um 2012 is when Chronicle came out uh, and he says, I banned him from the set that I didn't even allow him on principal, uh, principal photography. Um, and that tells you sort of what the personality is of a Max Landis when he says, look, I, I wouldn't even allow this guy on the actual set, like, because I know how he is. I know what his attitude is. And I, I don't I don't want anybody to be uh, subjected to anything that he's going to do. Um, so flash forward. 
to now where he's being accused of doing things like, you know, uh, emotional abuse of women. Um, and some of the stories that have come out have been ranging from, um, you know, him deg- basically degrading women and making yeah. them feel like less than human to all the way to just straight up physical violence yeah. where, you know, physical violence, strangling, rape, and- rape uh, those, those uh, ty- type of things. And I'll say this. All serious things that you cannot just. Uh, sweep under the rug. No, you uh, can't sweep uh, under the rug unless you're Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> but because we know in Pittsburgh, unless you have a max contract yeah, with the they Steelers, don't really. Yeah. If you have to win a Super Bowl yeah. after <laughs> yeah, you, any you, of these you, allegations, well, you got to win two. You got to win two of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we still talking about it when he won the first. When yeah, he won two, yeah. everyone in we'll Pittsburgh was it. like, <laughs> "Ben, meet my daughter." <laughs> um. That's not, I don't even know why we're laughing. That's terrible. <laughs> it is fucking terrible. But if you've ever been to Pittsburgh, you understand. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shitty, shitty, shitty place. Uh, he, and he's back. <laughs> shitty, shitty, shitty fucking city. Um, uh, so, um, the reason why I, I think that, you know, uh, this has gone on, and I'm, I'm actually, it, I hate to say because it, it makes it sound like I'm a hater. Because I'm actually am being a hater right now. Yeah, let's hate this guy. Let's lean uh, in on it. Yeah, yeah, hate, 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 hate. Um, <laughs> uh, but this is the perfect example. Maybe even more. Not even more. Because uh, Harvey Weinstein was like, that's the pinnacle of like, yeah. somebody who is if privileged, entitled. Harvey, uh, yeah, you, you have to really, really try to beat Harvey. Well, what I'm what I'm trying to say is. Uh, Unless he asked you to, <laughs> yikes! Uh, in which case, well, Jennifer uh, Lawrence, Lawrence. yikes! Uh, let's, I'm just let's kidding. Hey, that's <laughs> all. That's those are all allegations. We're um, gonna get an email from her lawyer one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we haven't already, um, uh, went to the spam box. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we had 30 days to respond. <laughs> <laughs> we did not respond. Um, Harvey Weinstein is like, oh my god, like you know his his combination of the power that he had in Hollywood uh, with. Uh, what he was willing to do in terms of just, you know, uh, what he thought he could do. Uh, that's, that's, I think, as big as it gets. Maybe not as big as it gets, but that was one of the big fish in the, in the sea. Max Landis is something that I think is much more common mm-hmm. in, in Hollywood in terms of uh, somebody who has a minor amount of power and authority, perhaps, um, takes that inch and it's ex- uh what do you what do you call it um uh it's like like kind of like when you stretch it when you make something like your, your power your influence appear to be bigger than it is right yes but but he's like the, like because there's so many agents there's so many um there's so many you know budgeting directors there's so many people working on like not even just b movies c movies you know uh who get just like a minor a little bit of power but they abuse that power right yeah. uh they, they then take that little bit of power and they think that they can do anything here's a child of a very famous film director who uh look and then give credit to where credit's due although i am going to maybe state a theory about this just in a, in a moment but famous uh director who's the child of a he's the f- child of a famous director um uh, his first script was by all means a sort of low budget hit. Yeah. Um, with Chronicle. Now all of his movies after that, let's just pure shit say they haven't, uh, exactly, 
uh, done too much. Uh, like, you know, uh, I believe he, he also wrote um, American Ultra, um, Victor Frankenstein. He did write Bright, which uh, th- you have the two bookends, Chronicle and then Bright. Um, but uh, as a caveat to that, he was not asked back for Bright 2, which is, mm. uh, I think, headed towards production. Um and uh, also, it would not surprise me if we find out years later, somebody else to come home like, hey, I actually co-wrote Chronicle and Bright with uh, Max Landis. In fact, I wrote like 75 percent. Look, I have no basis to believe that I have no. That's just probably just the hater in me, uh, yeah. probably getting a little out of control. But it honestly would not surprise me because like, look at all the other proof, like look at the other movies that he's because it's written. like you hit with Chronicle. Right? Chronicle is actually a well constructed, well thought out movie. And then there are all these other like shitty pieces of work in between. Then bam, you just hit a really good high again. Yeah. With Bright. Yeah. Right. And and then since then, because Bright came out in what 2017 was it? Yeah. Yeah. I think right? 17. And then I mean, since then, nothing particularly good. Yeah. Not even since then, but like the like the fact that they didn't ask him back for two. Because if, yeah. if if we have a writer who's great, right, and we believe, oh my gosh, even if that person was a dick, you'd still have to like at least get that person back. Hey, write the outline. As soon as they write the outline, you're fired. Like, yeah, you know, like you you. We but, want a few of your ideas, <laughs> not all of them, because you're yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah, or we just don't want to work with you, right? Yeah, like um. But the, the fact Irvin. that they, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, I mean, teams are wanting him back. He's just not wanting to go back uh, to the team. Uh, it's another conversation. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's a different conversation. Um, so, anyways, so so wrap up this whole thing about Max Landis. I, I believe this is this is just as important as the. Uh, it's not going to get the, the the traction that the uh, Harvey Weinstein story got, and what that uh, uh, subsequent. Subs, uh, get it, get it out. Come on. <laughs> Subsequently led to. There we uh, go. Uh, but I believe this is just as important in terms of this is much more prevalent because there's a lot more people like yeah. Max Landis who they don't really have any significant power in Hollywood, but they have just enough where they can abuse the shit out of it. Yeah. And that's and, what they do. And don't get us wrong, there are a lot of Harvey Weinsteins out there, right? There are a lot of those fucking sick predators, those those asshole men in powers, uh, positions of power that abuse it and take advantage of people, yeah. right? Yeah, there's um, no shortage of them. Yeah, I mean, you kill one or you put one in jail. <laughs> <laughs> you execute one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they're, uh, they're, they're also like Hydra. You, yeah, exactly. you cut the head off one, two more will pop up. Hell Hydra, right? Um, so, you know, you, you take one down, yeah. right? And then, you know, there are so many fucking more that just keep coming. They're like, yeah. they're like fucking White Walkers. They yeah, just yeah. keep coming. No yeah. matter if you burn them, you, yeah. you, you cut them, you do whatever. They keep yeah. coming. Yeah. Oh, unless you kill yeah, until Arya, yeah, yeah, unless Arya comes, uh, does the drop, yeah, the knife drop. Yeah, still one of the most epic things. That's why yeah, she should have won best hero. Yeah, very true. Ah, Tony, I love you three thousand. You can't. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. yeah. You know, anyway, yeah. um, but yes, you're right. These people like Max Landis, they they're fucking endless. I mean, they're yeah. infinite, and they're not even in just the film industry, just the music industry. They are just in regular in workplaces. Life. Yeah. Right? They're your yeah. fucking manager who is gonna impact your bonus. Yeah. Right? They're the person who's doing your job interview who 
uh, is going to determine whether or not you get the job, right? Yeah. Or, They're and, fucking and, everywhere. And, and, it, and it's because it's everything that, uh, that he represents, right? He's this person who... Look, it's hard to say that he's not talented because he did have two specific movies that uh, were all all things considered were, you know, hits. Right. Uh, Netflix considers bright to this uh, to this day. I think they consider it to be um, one of the uh, most uh, uh, highly watched films on their streaming platform. Like one of their highly watched their most highly watched original yeah, film yes. on uh, on Netflix. Um uh, and then Chronicle was just a little indie sort of hit that came out of nowhere. You know, uh, it, it's not like a, a preconceived franchise that uh, that was a part of anything or attached like DC or Marvel. It's just like weird little superhero movie that that, you know, hit gold. Right. It well, so yeah. it's hard to say that he doesn't have any talent, but also he has like five other movies that sucked, you know, uh, for all intent and purposes. But then, like, I look at it like here's this privileged uh, uh you know, son of a very famous Hollywood director. This is all like nepotism, right? Like yeah. this is all, uh, you know, how many industries or how many people, executives or whoever else didn't get their job because they actually like worked hard and deserved it. They got their job because old daddy was like, yeah, you know, whatever. Let my son work there, you know? Yeah. And, 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 then and they this got is it. a societal problem, right? Cause it's like, we know that, you know, the son should not, uh, be punished for the crimes of his father, right? I think that's how that saying goes. Uh, sure, right? I think so. We've yeah. heard that somewhere before. Someone important is somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just created that shit <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for the um, for the sake of the story, right? <laughs> I like the callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a very good callback. Yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the son should not uh, uh, be punished for crimes of his father. Sure. That also needs to, to, when we flip that on his head, right? You know, there's a flip side to this coin. And and that is, we should not give someone credit for being great or for being, you know, uh, his last name is Landis, right? So mm-hmm. he's seems like he's been given credit or he has a certain arrogance to him that come with. Yeah. You know, the, and opportunities, I'm sure, came with his last name, right? Mm-hmm. And then he may have did one good thing with, uh, with, with, with Chronicle, then a lot of shitty things in between, and then Bright. But again, who knows? You, know, you have the theory that he may not have written all of those pieces. But the th- the big thing that I'm focusing on here is he's obviously using his his last name as power and influence over his victims right over these women that he's taking advantage of he's got a little bit of success he's done you know a few good things but he's like my last name is landis you know who my father is you know who i am i can cripple your career if you know you go go to the police against me uh, and i think that's what happened with uh two women in particular where they went and filed a police report against him and then his lawyers pretty much squashed them or got them to um uh, to withdraw the the allegation of the police report because of who he was. So how do you how do you beat that, right? Like yeah. you, you you can't just ask society to stop saying, "Oh, because someone has the same last name as someone someone else famous, don't look at them differently." But we know that's the reality of the situation. That's what happens. Yeah, I mean it's just an unfortunate part of human nature is uh uh we we even though, you know, uh, and specifically here in America, you know, we we I believe we fought a war in order to get away from kings and queens, right? We said, you know what, like I don't think we're down with that shit anymore. Um, but in a weird way, we still do, right? Like we we still 
we still hold certain families, certain people in such high regard that we're just willing to give them anything. Right. Like, so, you know, um, you know, if a person's really good at like, um, uh, if a person's really good at making sculptures, right, we'll say they have a child, we'll automatically give that child. And, and some that sort child of, does art. We'll yeah. automatically oh say, my oh my God, they, they do amazing work. They're incredible. It's yeah. incredible. Look at this little artist here. That $8,000, that shitty piece of art is worth, I'm sorry, $800,000 for yeah. that shitty piece of art just because of who their uh, parents were. Exactly. Right? Um, yeah. Now, I mean, sometimes you'll see, uh, you know, that that's not the case. Like, you know, Michael Jordan has had a son who's, not fucking good at basketball at all. <laughs> no, but that's different though because that's something that's actually like quantifiable. Meaning, like, you could step onto the basketball court and be proven that you're not a very good basketball player. True. That's yeah. that's something that you can actually see, right? But when it's something that's subjective, is hard. Luke Walton. Yeah, Luke Walton was pretty good. Head coach. He was a, he was a, oh, you mean that's head coach? Player and coach. Yeah, Both player, of them. Player, he, he was never anything special as a player, and I think he was always treated as nothing special as a player, but he was still like a decent Got NBA a head player. coach job he didn't deserve. It's because his father. Well, was no, I think the the reason why he got the head coaching job uh, was because he took over for the Warriors and they went, uh, mm. and they still that he took them through the finals if I'm not mistaken, and then um, I think then, they got uh, him out of there before. Yeah, and then they went to name? the ship. Uh, Steve Kerr came back at like the last like two games or something like, like that, and yeah, like your Uber's outside. Hit the bench. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, you know, you know, again, it doesn't always happen, but it does happen too often to where again, just because of who your father is or who your mother is, uh, what, what, what your last name is. It shouldn't be that way. Just because your father was a Targaryen doesn't mean <laughs> you should sit on the Iron Throne. That's you know, not the way it Lessons goes. Lessons learned. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Yeah. Back to Game of Thrones. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Um, uh, look, these are all all allegations, but I think how I ra- will wrap up this um, this segment is uh, Max Landis. Uh, from everything that I can tell, it seems like you're a piece of shit. Uh, hopefully, I concur. Uh, yeah, yeah, justice will prevail. Uh, you know, and uh, we'll find out all the things, all the details of everything that's going on. I'm sure that'll be uh, uh, sort of parsed out, um, whether it's in an actual court system or in the court of public opinion. Um, I'm sure that all that will be uh, played out soon. Um, but yeah, just from what I can tell, it seems like you're a piece of shit and whatever. Fuck you. More or less. And with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let, let's, uh, let's move on here. Um, uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, uh, Max Landis, he, he seemed like he was taking advantage of, uh, of women. Uh, and it looks like, uh, Avengers, uh, you know, it looks like Marvel is trying to take advantage of, uh, ticket goers. Uh, are they re-releasing it in theaters? They are re-releasing Avengers uh, Endgame, um, not less than like a week <laughs> after since they pulled it left. It. Yeah, left theaters. You know what? I do um, want to see it again in theaters. Yeah, I am all for this. I I don't I don't even care. I I'm feel like do it. Uh, yeah, I feel like there's gonna be someone at the door who yeah. like will like grab your butt as you walk in, <laughs> Why? just so they can take advantage of you that much more. Because <laughs> they're taking advantage of you by putting it back in theaters, right? All right, and they're gonna like. Yeah, grab their butt okay. as they walk in, Fair and, you're, and you're gonna be like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna go I'm see the movie." Go sit <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably gonna be Max Landis. Yeah, he's just there, <laughs> like, "Yo, Max, you like for it. free." Yeah. He's not. <laughs> like, they're not you, paying him. Don't you have some cases you're trying to beat right Max, now? Aren't you trying to beat a My case? My last name is Landis. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm here. Oh, you're <laughs> sitting in row FC nine. Butt squeeze. <laughs> 
um yeah they're re-releasing it uh what they're doing is they're trying to guise it as like oh well we're gonna release some new you know end scene credits uh so you're like you're forced to go see it Uh, and people are online like you know what for one i'm not with this because now my kids are gonna be you know having to force me to go watch the movie shut up give them your 15 dollars and be fucking happy it's okay beat your kids you know (laughs) right what do you mean my kid is gonna force me to to make them to make me let them go see it again and put it on my credit card and my limit i'm maxed out you went from uh, pg-13 to like triple x rated uh in the span of an hour have your kids do what i used to do like son you have to sneak in Find a way. So if I get a call from the yeah, Howard County Police Jesus Department, Christ. I'll come pick you up. But you're gonna uh, have to fit this uh, this thing called life. You're gonna have to figure it out, son. You're gonna have to steal. <laughs> what I did. Yeah, what you just, gotta do. Let's just move on from but, that. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna see it again because you know I I wanted yeah. to see uh, Endgame again in theaters, and I've just been like uh, doing shit. I think so. I didn't get a chance to see it, so I'm kind of happy to hear that they're gonna re-release it. Yeah. What I do, I hope they. Add in just a few minutes. They won't. They're not adding anything into the extra movie, but they are adding a post credit scene or an end credit scene, I guess. They're not even going to fucking explain how Captain Marvel just found Tony and Nebula in the vast infinity of space. Okay, so my theory on that is that. Give us 30 seconds of explaining that shit. My theory on that is is that they knew where Thanos was, uh, like, I guess his home planet. Um, and then they're like, all right, we'll start looking there. And then she like looked around a little bit and peeped them. Yeah. I don't know. I have no, no other explanation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And cause the, that was my first question was, uh, yeah. How the fuck did she find them in the infinity of space? Infinity of space. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, uh, no whatever. Uh, hey, look, whatever. I he didn't have his I, location hey, services look, pe- on people. People can look to game of Thrones to try to parse out some logic. I, I really love the, uh, juxtaposition of game of Thrones and Endgame. Nothing about Endgame really made too much sense, but we we're like, we love this shit. Uh, uh, Game of Thrones, same thing. Nothing really kind of made sense in the final season. I mean, it, it did to some degree. Um, it's easier people to hate picking, something. People were picking off every yeah. little thing. Well, there's a coffee cup here. There's a water bottle here. Uh, we Also, we didn't like Daenerys. Uh, look, you just watched a three-hour movie that... Uh, 75% of which did not make any sense. But, but it's so easy to hate to gr- hate something over time, right? Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, when you when you first marry your, your wife or your husband, you love yeah. them in the beginning. Then over time, you're like, I hate that you do that thing. You leave yeah. dishes in the sink. You don't fold the clothes. You don't do, right? Yeah. That's what happened with uh, with with Game of Thrones. Yeah. With, yeah, you just, with, with you, Endgame, you just, it's just three hours and you just get to love it, yeah. right? Yeah, well, okay, they're, they're releasing it in theaters, uh, re-releasing, and really the realistic reason why they're doing this. More money. Uh, true, more money, but w- to what effect? They're just trying to top of uh, Avatar. That's it. That's the only, yeah. that's literally the oh, only reason why they're doing it. You know what James Cameron needs oh, to do? Just yeah. put Avatar back in theaters. Get a few no, more dollars. That, that'll get precisely $5. Uh, nobody gives a fuck. Look, I, I still maintain Avatar is a supremely I average I guarantee movie. you, if, the, if they put Avatar back in theaters, the movie might make like, like another $10 million. I guarantee you it won't. I think it will. Okay. There's no way to like really parse that out, but I guarantee you Avatar will not crack $10 million. Yeah, I would but, just love to see it just yeah. to... Just to, No, I, just actually, to I'm tempted to go it. see... Endgame again, just so I can see it be. What, what, I, I what's, hate, what's, I hate the fact that Avatar is the best-selling movie of all time that much. Yeah. That I, I, 
I will break my rule of never, of never. How long is Endgame going to be in theaters? I I would imagine like another four to eight weeks. I I can't imagine it's going to have that kind of run, but you don't think so? Four weeks has got to be a minimum. They're not going to do it for one week, two weeks. No, I think though. I don't. don't, I'd say four weeks. But I would. So who produced? What studio produced uh, Avatar? Uh, James Cameron. That would probably was it Paramount. Yeah, probably have to be. Let me look it up while you uh, while you talk. What what's your? I would love to just see that theater say, you know what. Fuck you, Marvel. We're going to put this shit back in theaters too. try and squeeze out some more dollars just to make this a real race. Uh, that would be fun. Yeah, let's see him go head to head. I uh, want to see that. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. And like, and obviously they'd be doing it not because the film, no one was asking for the re-release in theaters of Avatar. No. It's clearly just to see. Nobody asked originally for It's a dick measuring contest, Avatar. right? Yeah, but you know who's, who's going to win that though. See dick is bigger. You know who's going to win that though. Uh, who you think Endgame? Uh, yeah, of course Endgame's yeah. gonna fucking win it. But like we, I want what kind of? I want the you know the 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 studio who produced or who has the rights to Avatar to just get out there and fight for it. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. I wouldn't go see Avatar. Yeah, exactly. Because the shit is on <laughs> TNT. It's well, on Netflix or wherever it is. That and it's a stupid movie. Okay, it's not a stupid movie, but at the same time, it's also kind of a stupid movie. Yeah, did, I mean, did you? And honestly speaking, without this whole thing of, um, uh, you know, Avatar vs. Endgame, do, do you enjoy? Do you like? Did you like it when it first came out? Yes, you did like it. Yeah, I've seen Avatar like four times. Really? Yeah, it's I thought pretty, it was really. I thought it was really good. Movie. Like in theaters? Uh, no, no, in theaters I saw it once, just in, in throughout the duration of my life here uh, <laughs> on Earth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, it I've was it, it was produced times. by or distributed by 20th Century Fox. 20th Century Fox, yeah. yeah. I, I'd love to just see them go for it. But you know what? I feel like it might be dangerous. If Trump were to see it, he'd probably try and take that shit and run with it. Um, In terms of what? So, like uh, just they've going got the to, Space Force now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking building a wall. They'd yeah. Probably, Tearing down the forest. How do yeah. we take this yeah. and bring it to life? Yeah. Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah, that could be dangerous in Trump's hands. Yeah, let's... uh. Yeah, whatever we do, let's keep that off of Fox News. Whatever, just uh, when if they start it's promoting Twentieth Century Fox, yeah, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, if they start promoting Avatar, we'll uh, yeah, we'll all be in trouble. I may have just spoken this into yeah. existence. Yeah, thanks a lot, Ryan. Shit. Yeah, um, I'm well, too powerful for my own good. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's move on from uh, from Avatar. Let's talk about um, let's jump around here. Uh, I mean, let's 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 talk about Issa Rae really quickly. Then we've yeah. got a dope fucking press play to do tonight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where are we going to do that tonight? Let's do it tonight. Yeah, yeah. Do we, it tonight. we haven't done a press play in a while. Let's do it. Let's do it tonight. So yeah. uh, I'm going to quickly talk about Issa Rae because I just I just think this shit is dope. I love uh, I love when people are not afraid to acknowledge their compliments and their their uniqueness and their individuality and their greatness without having to feel a sense of um, like arrogance around it. Right. It is perfectly fine to to believe that you're great to say that hey i think i'm great yeah you know obviously you know, you have to do great things to support it you can't yeah. just fucking yeah. you know i don't i don't work i you know i just i fucking <laughs> just do nothing and live in my parents basement but oh. i'm great some would argue that's you a know, talent in and of itself you you gotta do some shit to support it yeah but i do feel like we kind of live in a space and time right now where being confident mm-hmm. is confused too often with arrogance, right? Yeah. If you say, "Hey, I'm really good at this," people can say, "Oh, like, oh, you know, like you think you're the shit, or, you, or you're arrogant, you're cocky." No, I just am comfortable in my own skin. I'm happy with myself, and yeah. and I enjoy. I I like who I am, right? Yeah. So, uh, 
Issa Rae, um, I mean, her name is is what a fucking dope name, by the way. I mean, no, this, you don't is, think so? this is another case where you have to uh, you've got to make your name into something because Issa Rae could easily sound stupid. If she worked at IHOP, like are not you cool. Jar Jar Binks, like what the fuck is Issa? Like I like Issa Rae. Rae. No, no, I'm saying I like it because like she gives the name. Yeah, she definitely like makes it like you know it's it's a person right yeah um so anyway east ray she is a producer she's an actress she's a writer she's known for insecure uh misadventures of awkward black girl the the choir she's uh done some really phenomenal work on uh other tv shows uh killing lazarus was i remember that it was actually a really good film uh She's she's kind of like the it girl in Hollywood right now, right? I, I wouldn't even call it that, like, because it girl implies like, okay, she's like I would have called Tiffany Haddish like the it girl okay, Hollywood yeah. right now. Issa's right. Issa's a staple. Like, yeah. she's not. That's not an it girl. She's not that's the it just girl. A, she is it. That's just it. Like, yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's run with that. That's much better put. I was looking yeah. for the words, but that's that's a better way to put it. So, yeah. uh, she recently won an award uh, as like Entrepreneur of the Year at the uh, Women's in Film Gala, mm-hmm. to where she delivered a very very uh, fun, uh, f- like boastfully fun speech, right? She kind of took the, the same energy that we hear in uh, in hip hop or rap music that's you know, typically you know boastful. It's it's you know has a certain bravado to it, has a certain confidence and arrogance to it, right? And she took that and she applied that 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 vibe, that tone to her acceptance speech where we normally hear people give acceptance speeches where they're very humble. Um, they're very thankful to the people who've helped get them there and to the people who help support them and their writers and their fans and their family and their husbands, you know, all that shit. Right. Yeah. This is a little bit different. This is more fun. Again, this was very like braggadocious. She was basically saying like, you know, to, uh, I deserve this award. You know, entrep- I think one of the funniest things she said was, the definition of entrepreneur means I did that shit, yeah. right? Or something like that. Like, I did this shit by myself. Uh, again, it was just a fun, braggadocious piece. I wish we had a sound clip to play. Um, if you haven't heard it yet, I highly recommend you look it up. Issa Rae at the Women's in Film Gala. Um, one of the best, more fun speeches or acceptance speeches that I've heard in a while. Yeah. Usually they all sound the same, you know, thing. It's always fun when you hear rappers do it. Yeah. I had this girl, um, I knew this uh, girl who, she kind of like, she's the one who really highlighted it to me. She was like, uh, she was from the UK. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, I always love when I hear like American rap stars. Uh, thank God. And, and she was like, uh, and she kind of like did this like little, um, I don't know, she, she acted it out. She was like, thank you God for these VVS diamonds and these bitches. <laughs> thank you God for all the champagne that I pour on these hoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you God for this Rolls Royce. <laughs> Yo, it, it, she was hilarious. And that's kind yeah. of what uh, Easter Ray did here. Yeah. Uh, she took an acceptance speech. She spun it on her head. She had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was it was good. It was just a great way to, to, to own it. And especially for women because, you know, and she said this in the beginning that women have this expectation on them that they are supposed to be humble and kind and sweet and they're supposed to always be smiling and pleasant. Uh, and that's not always the case. It's okay for uh, you as a successful woman to, you know, to brag a little bit, just like you'd hear, hear from the guys. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I can agree with that. Like uh, of, of what she's saying, but also like, I don't know. I got, when I was listening to this, I was just like, yo, she's just so fucking talented, man. She is. She's just so fucking talented. I, Cause I just finished been, uh, binge watching insecure, um, right? insecure season yeah. three. And 
the thing that I like, I so I was watching it, uh, you know, with with my uh, with my uh, partner, and I was telling, I was like, I, fu- I like, because I, it had been a while since I had seen. I I didn't even watch season two when it first came out. Like I I literally just watched season two along with season three, um, and I was like, yo, I forgot how fucking talented she, like how funny she is. Yeah, as a writer, uh, as an actress, um, she's just she just oozes talent. You know, yeah. like that's just like, okay, so and I'm not trying to compare them. It's just like, uh, like, I remember having this same specific conversation about uh, Tiffany Haddish. Like, OK, like what, what is it that we don't like about like there's just something I, I don't know. That's just not hitting like the right spot for me. It just feels like Hollywood is more trying to like push Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Than and this it is isn't that, to compare two black women against each I'm, other. I'm not that trying to not do that. that. I, I just remember feeling this way, like of like whatever that is that like I'm like, ah, eh, I like and, and we can say the same like uh, of like almost anybody that is like being pushed by Hollywood. Right. Like there's, uh, whew, I'm, try, I'm trying to Amy Schumer. She's was pushed by Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Jennifer Lawrence to some degree yeah, was absolutely. pushed by Hollywood. Uh, to name a guy, uh, who's a guy that's been pushed by Hollywood? That was like, ugh, uh, I'm good. Um, fuck, there's so many. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, no, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. <laughs> of Bruce Willis for the past fifty years. No, yeah, well, uh, okay, fair but, enough. But, but, no, Bruce uh, has done some good uh, shit. Um, well, for anything that he's come out with in like the last like yeah, ten years, like yeah, 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 yeah. He's, Hollywood keeps trying to push him. <laughs> um, John Travolta, I feel like. Uh, no, after, I think he's he's made a name for himself. After, but he does come out with like shitty movie like, after yeah, shitty movie. John, That's very let's true. Stop. But but like you guys get my point. Like, yeah. uh, is Tom Cruise yeah. pushed on us? Tom Cruise. Uh, I would Mission say Mission Impossible Eight. Th- then no, these missions aren't uh, impossible, John. No, Tom. I would say we're still asking for more Tom Cruise. Yeah, for some I did love reason. the last Mission Impossible <laughs> movie. That shit was fire. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I had to ask that question just to confirm yeah. that uh, I do like Tom Cruise as much as I do. He's not no. being forced on. Yeah, us. he's got. He's got. Damn, but who, the other, who's a guy? We got to find a guy. I don't know. Like, I, 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 what? Th- there are definitely actors, so fucking hmm. many. Liam Hensworth. No, I like No, him. no, no. Chris Hemsworth, we love. Oh, oh, you Liam know Liam Hemsworth. I, I was thinking about Liam we Neeson. We do not love. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Fuck out of here. Or, or Liam uh, Hemsworth. Uh, um, yeah, that, that's somebody that... Uh, or, 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 okay, maybe this is... <laughs> I want to say this, but I actually kind of feel bad about this one. I don't know why for some reason. Zac Efron? No, Zac Efron's made it. No, he's made it pretty... Di- okay. Although at the beginning, they really did try to push him. Yeah. But I think he, he took a left when Hollywood wanted him to take a right. You know who did Hollywood did push? Who's that Um, that that white boy? Uh, he was in like... <laughs> white that, boy. He was in uh, G.I. Joe. Uh, oh, uh, Channing, Channing Tatum. Tatum. But he, he still made a name for himself. Damn. Hollywood's really pushed a lot of yeah, white I, dudes. I, I've who... never, ever thought Channing Tatum was a good actor. But he was just like the, oh, the white I don't boy know, but then I, with the like uh, swagger and the edge. Yeah, you know? but then then I watched him in um um what Dear uh, John? No, no, <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it um, damn, Step Up Fox something? Fox. Remember uh, the one Magic Mike? Steven? No, yeah. uh, the one day he did with Steve Carell. The uh, Fox Catcher. Fox Catcher. Fox yes, catcher? Yeah. Fox Catcher. And I was like, oh, okay, that's different. Yeah. Um. But he is another person that they try to, to put for on. Steve Carell. I was like, whoa, that's different. I, I'll, I'll accept. I'll accept yeah. Channing Tatum as like uh, somebody who probably doesn't have that much talent, but yeah, it I, was pushed. Yeah, I, I think I, was although pushed. I still feel bad about that because he does have talent. Like the dude's a talented no, guy. No, I don't think he's talentless. I think he's yeah. he lacks facial expression and um, great acting ability. But he's yeah. And, okay. So then maybe I'll clarify what I'm saying. I don't believe that Tiffany Haddish is talentless yeah she's she has absolutely talent, talented, clearly yes she's where she is for a reason right it's because she has some amount of talent but i don't think it's 
like there's the the marketing there's a lot of like undue credit like that's like it's making her seem bigger than i think she would be otherwise right like it it took a while for kevin hart to be kevin hart and that kind of happened over slow progression over time you know he had comedy special after comedy special that just popped right um whereas tiffany haddish had one movie girls trip and then everyone's like, oh my God, yeah. Tiffany Haddish needs to be in everything. You it was kind of like she had like a funny moment, right? And then yeah. everybody, like she, I, and they were like, you know what? She's kind of funny. Let's build a team around her yeah. and, and you know, let's let's really gear up this marketing engine and, and make her that it, the it girl. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we got completely long sidetracked. Act, long way to explain that. Yeah. yeah. What, were, what the fuck were we trying to explain? I don't know, it? see? Oh, oh uh, uh, Issa Rae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But Issa Rae is like, yo, she's, that's, Whatever that fucking the, the, thing is, the, it she's got it, and she and she went through the. And I'm not saying that um, Tiffany Haddish has any less of a story than Issa Rae, but Issa Rae came out with the first season of Insecure, and she still wasn't like given like the, I think the respect that she deserved based off of just the fact that she writes on the show, and again, she she's a very great actress. Um, Hollywood still wasn't like beating down her door for her to do everything. She's on a third season of Insecure and she just got like, I think it was just like her, what uh, first or second movie that she's really been in mm-hmm. um, with uh, with a girl that where the girl's like a little girl and, or she's a, a woman. No, no, not and then, um, oh, Fucking. I don't know. I forget what the movie's yeah, yeah. called. We, we know. Um, we know. But, uh, but you know, that's been really the only like prominent movie. There's not like, they, it's not like they have like 15 movies where she's lined up in. she's not coming out with a movie with Kevin Hart tomorrow. You know, like it, it, Hollywood doesn't seem like they're pushing Issa yeah. Rae, but she's earning it because she's fucking every, every step talented, of the way she's earning you know? it to the point now where she's starting to be able to, um, dictate her own pace. Right. In, in the work that she does and produces, like she had, she told HBO, she was like, you know what? I'm working on other things right now. So we're going to have to push back uh, season three of Insecure. But, no, but I, and I actually kind of think that's that's like a uh, a uh, a tactic, not a tactic, but that's something that they're starting to realize is the better course because it's like, look what these Netflix shows are doing, right? They disappear for like two years, then they come back. Everybody's like, we're st- yeah. we still love it. Like, <laughs> but I mean, as a creator, I think... Once, it, but it, it takes yeah, time. To once you get good to content. the place to where you can dictate the pace at which you put out content yeah. that's when you've kind of made a lane for yourself right yeah. when when you know the the studio is like hey we need this shit now we need this shit now like you, you know put pen to paper we need this shit by tomorrow that's yeah. when you're still working for it right like you, you may have earned it but you haven't gotten it yet yeah. she's at the place where everybody knows she's talented right yeah. and now she's starting to be able to dictate the, her lane and her speed yeah. so I, I just love that um you know, I just love what she's doing. Everything right now, she, Issa Rae's doing, I love it. Yeah. So shout out to her. Give her some air horns or something like shout that. Shout out to Issa. Um, Good shit. Yeah. Drop them. Drop, a Drop bomb. one of them bombs. Mm-hmm. Issa Rae. And on that note, you know what we got next hey, for you. You hey, know what's coming. You've been waiting and for it. It's you been asked a long for it. time. We shouldn't have left you. You texted me. You said, hey, Rain. We need another press play. We need another fucking press play. Press play is back, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a little while. It's been a little time since we've done one. But uh, here we are again. 
Uh, and tonight we've got a very good one. We've very got a good very one. good one. Has or, Keanu yeah. Reeves in it, so you know it's good. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's what makes it good. I, I, no, I that's don't. what makes uh, it good. Okay. Well, if you say so. All things Keanu. Yeah. Um, okay. So tonight we are going to be doing our press play on uh, Always Be My Maybe. Uh, uh, Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Yo, are you okay? Shut up. Uh, <laughs> this guy's messed up every other word he said tonight, and yet he's asking me. Um, a Netflix show um, that... A movie. Um, damn. Yo. Yo I'm, I'm After this, up. I'm taking you to Hopkins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Uh, okay, Netflix movie um, that was created by uh, uh, Ali Wong as well as... Um, now I, I'm probably going to get her name wrong, although I, I'm going to regret it because I, I think she's extremely talented. But uh, Nan Nachaka, I believe that's how you pronounce that. Nan Nachaka Khan. Yeah, Nan Nachaka Khan. Yeah, I felt on. like I said that wrong. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into uh, the uh, the premise of the film. Uh, childhood sweethearts uh, have a falling out and don't speak for 15 years, only reconnecting as adults when uh, Sasha runs into Marcus in San Francisco. Uh, although the art old sparks are still there, the couple live in different worlds. Uh, and this film stars, uh, 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 Ali Wong. Uh, she was of course, one of the creators and, and writers of the, the film along with Randall Park, uh, uh, along with uh, uh, Khan, who uh, they all work on a show uh, fresh off the boat uh, together. Uh, that's that's essentially sort of where I guess they they uh, sort of cultivated this uh, this um, group or, or this this group of uh, creators. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, let's just jump with uh, into it. Let's let's not delay it any further. Um, and again, uh, this was directed by uh, Nan Nat. Chaka Khan. Um, yeah. I got to say it slowly, otherwise I won't get it. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it, I wonder what her nickname is or what she goes by. Because you're not going to ask me to say that shit. Yeah. Uh, Shut that shit. No, I mean, no let, let's get... <laughs> I like how you're like, wait, no, 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 no. no, 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 no I'm, I'm being for real, though. I'm not going to fucking say your whole name if it's that crazy. Like, It's right. not that crazy, Jesus Christ. It's so, just different so, than... So your real name, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I would never call you that shit. Can you stop calling my name shit? It's starting to hurt me. <laughs> no, Tunde. Yeah, uh, we gotta nickname you. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, right? Okay. It's not well, disrespectful to her because <laughs> here you are sitting in front of me, and same rules and apply. You're able to disrespect me to my face is that yes. what you're trying to say? <laughs> so, I, in person, yeah. on the podcast, same yeah. rules apply, right? We uh, keep that same enough. energy. Keep Wasn't that, that the rule energy. for 2019? Yeah, keep that same energy. Uh, okay, so uh, let's talk about the plot, uh, which again, this uh, this film was written by, uh, co-written by Ali Wong, Randall Park, and uh, Michael uh, uh, Golamko. Golamko, yeah, Golamko. Um, uh, I like how you like enunciated it, yeah. and then immediately said it differently. Yeah, well, it's because I'm trying to like figure <laughs> out in my mind, like what I'm what am I looking at here? Uh, okay, let's talk about the good, bad. So the plot. Uh, not not in like an original plot here, right? We've seen a lot of these movies before. Uh, two young people grow up old together. They grow apart and they eventually come back together, right? Yeah. What was uniquely refreshing about this particular storyline was uh, the, the sense of humor around it all, right? Mm-hmm. Usually these stories are very uh, emotional, uh, rom-coms, but, you know, there's like uh, an emotional position to it, right? Mm-hmm. 
um, this was very humorous. It, it felt very much like two real people that you know with great senses of humor that uh, have gone through this life experience together and they, they went apart for very real reasons mm-hmm. and they came back together for somewhat of a realistic reason. Uh, maybe, well, the friend set them up, right? Yeah. Um, so there's there's some realistic things there. I feel like these, these things have happened before. Mm-hmm. So to me, this was refreshing in the way that it, it takes something that's been done a million times before mm-hmm. and it finds a way to make it modern, but more important to make it funny, right? If it's yeah. funny, you can, and I've seen it before, you can sell it to me again. Mm-hmm. If it's not funny and I've seen it before, I'm not going to see it again. Yeah. That's uh, what happened here. Yeah, I, I think uh, for me, the plot clearly was not original, um, but uh, it didn't need to be. Like, uh, it knew what it wanted to be, uh, and it didn't really try to, like, do anything crazy because it knew it didn't. Like, that's not the goal. Uh, that's not the, the that's not the goal of this movie is to reinvent the romantic comedy wheel. Uh, uh, and that's what this film is, is a romantic comedy. Um, and I think... Uh, the chemistry of uh, between the writing and the uh, actors portraying, um, you know, the characters in the movie um, were seamless. And the reason why was because, uh, again, Ali Wong, you're talking about another person who's just so fucking talented. Yeah, she's she killing is, the game right now. She is so talented. I Like, I'm in awe of how talented she is as... Like she, she might have one of the best. I, I forget who, whoever else I, I thought like in movies they have like the best one-liners. Like they just, holy shit! Like just they just keep coming with the one-liners. Just like yo, come on! Like I know you, and 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 you can tell that she she's a writer uh, of whatever the, you know the thing is that you're watching because it, it seems so like genuine like, fluid, it, like it just right? seems so yeah. fluid that she's able to say this like oh you look like a you know the quasimodo's uh you know underserved cousin and it, it, like the way she says it the way she delivers the line um it, it all just feels just like fluid it feels like you're just having a conversation with her you yeah. know like that she, and i like that call out that like it feels like or you can tell that she was one of the writers in it because it's like she's taking her natural sense of humor she's writing it into this character and then she's acting out and living living that character right so when she says something like that or if someone else were to say a joke like you look like quasimodo's underserved cousin or whatever if another writer or another actor who wasn't a part of the writing process were to deliver that line it probably wouldn't feel it wouldn't be funny because it wouldn't feel as genuine yeah but if if something that's not even really funny is coming from a genuine place where there's like hey this is this person's sense of humor yeah it it feels better on film well in a weird way you can actually and uh you know he was he's credited as one of the the writers on on the the film but i I think you can tell that with randall park a a really talented actor as well right um but i think you can kind of tell she just whatever that thing is of just like hey i can come up with something on the spot and just have it be funny Ali Wong's got it. Randall Park, I think, needs to work a little harder. Not not saying that he needs to work harder. What I'm saying is he works, I think, harder than her in terms of perhaps trying to perfect the whole dimension between acting and making whatever it is sound like it's genuine. You know? Yeah. I think yeah. He, he he does an amazing job and he's still a stupid talented, but just like Ali just does it like flawlessly. Yeah. And like whereas I think fluid yeah. is, is probably just like the word. That, yeah. that I would use for her. It, yeah. The writing, the acting, um, even her stand-up, right? It, it's just all d- 
done so fluidly. Like she can transition so well between those, you know, very, very distinct disciplines, right? Like yeah. A lot of people just like stand up com- comedians who don't transition well to film or um, actors who don't transition, who don't do great on stage or you know, who don't transition well to writing. Ali has seen to be able to do all three very well at this stage in her career. And you could tell it's only going to get better. And we saw it in this particular movie. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know why, you know, she's ever been kept off of camera, you know, so she's, she's a writer for fresh off the boat. And I think, uh, we didn't really see, at least I didn't really see her until, uh, you know, her, uh, Netflix, um, uh, specials drop for, I think, uh, Cobra mom. Yeah. Yeah. One of Cobra them. mom. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then I forget what the second one's called, but, uh, I didn't really know she was a thing until I saw that. Uh, yeah. And I've seen both. Christ, both where, are, yeah, co- where the she second went? one was very like vulgar. It was like, I was like, holy shit. It's yeah. not what you'd expect from this. Like, five three asian female <laughs> comedian like yeah. just to be honest about the when you see someone you have certain kind of expectations and then you see her stand up and you're like holy shit yeah um yeah so i think uh, we both agree that the plot wasn't really anything to uh, to write home about but uh it didn't really need to be and it and it, and it uh it came to yeah, life on its own it without it without own. being original yeah l- okay let's talk about some of the other characters uh the casting by credit is for rich uh delia i believe that's how you pronounce that uh, and uh, yeah, let's talk about what we think about the characters. Uh, I mean, Ali Wong's character, I thought, uh, you know, I wasn't exactly sure how to feel about her character. Uh, I wasn't sure whether I really liked her. I, I thought Ali Wong did a great job, mm-hmm. but I'm looking at Ali Wong in that light, focusing just on her character. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to feel about her hmm. uh, throughout the entire movie. I liked her. I didn't love her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I think I would leave it there. And I know that seems very dull and very boring, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel strongly in any particular way about that character. Mm. Now, who I absolutely loved in this movie was, um, where where's my guy at? I'm sorry. Uh, Randall Park, yeah. uh, uh, who played Marcus Kim in this movie. I mean, he really brought this movie to life for me. Mm. His presence on 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 screen, his, his chemistry with Ali Wong, Ali Wong's character, uh, Sasha Tran, uh, his interactions with with like Keanu Reeves, right? Yeah. Uh, or Keanu Reeves, who played himself, Keanu Reeves in this movie. Mm-hmm. He was genuinely funny. Mm-hmm. He delivered when you know the, in, when those more serious conversations or moments happen in the film, mm-hmm. uh, and he brought like a like a fun aspect to it like you know i'm looking at i'm talking specifically about the moments where he performed on stage with his band and he was rapping right and he was like he was he was on Dude, it like, I, he was it, like he like he it, it, he hit so well that i was just, like i had to look it up after like does this dude have like yeah, a record deal is he <laughs> actually a <laughs> <the> musician <laughs> like i so i know of randall park again from previous work but you know i, I, know I literally had to look it up huh? ant-man he was the agent in Ant Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's been in he's been in a lot of things. And I remember telling you that, and you were just like, uh, all right, I guess probably. I yeah. Um, but he was also here. Fun fact: uh, Guess what TV show he was in that like I know you know him from, The Office. Yeah. Ah, uh, damn, you knew that. Yeah, I just guessed. Oh, <laughs> he played Jim. Remember when uh when they had the prank on Dwight where Jim was just like a whole different person? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. shit, that was him. Yeah, that was okay. him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
but so again, he was really my standout character in this in this particular uh, movie. And, yeah. and and I and I did love Ali Wong as Sasha Tran. I thought um, uh, uh, Randall <laughs> Parks or Marcus Kim's father, James Saito. Uh, we've seen him in a bunch of movies, and I, I liked him. He's done a lot of really good work that I like, and I thought he did his role uh, really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ali Wong, uh, I keep calling her Ali. So Sasha Tran's friend Veronica in the film, I thought she was she really stood out to me as well. She yeah, was, Michelle uh, Buteau. Michelle Buteau. She um, she played her character so well. You know, she didn't do too much. She wasn't too big. Her character wasn't diminished. Her comedy was timely. It was funny. It felt very real. Right. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, I got to give give all the credit due to, to Randall Park. He yeah. was funny when he needed to be. He was uh, serious and he really delivered and conveyed like emotion when he needed to be. Yeah. And then when he needed to do something like both act and be like a performer, he's acting like a person who's uh, uh, who has a band who performs late. You know, that's that it's very complex. Right. Yeah. And he did all of those things so well. Yeah, uh, I I would say that uh, my standout, or actually, I'll, I'll go with who kind of my least uh, favorite was. And my least favorite was uh, Keanu. I I just uh, I did I didn't uh, like I I know like I understand his cameo, but also uh, I don't know I didn't really enjoy it all that well because I, I don't think I enjoy Keanu Reeves as an actor. <laughs> and that that's no hate. I think the dude is actually awesome. I think he's so dope. Um, but also I don't understand why <laughs> he's so popular. <laughs> I don't get it. Um. Uh, so I would probably say, have to say that he was probably my least favorite part, as, as well as uh, Daniel Day Kim, uh, who played uh, Brandon um, Cho. Or I don't know. Yeah, Brandon Cho. I didn't yeah. love him either. Yeah, I, he and he's always kind of uh, stale to me. And and it, fun fact, the the where I first uh, knew him from was uh, actually Angel. Uh, he he played uh, a lawyer. I believe his name was Gavin on uh, on Angel. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I've always sort of known of him. But uh, in this film specifically, I didn't really like and I don't know if it was his character that I didn't like or his portrayal of the character that I, I can't quite just like how maybe perhaps, uh, you know, um, you can separate Ali Wong from um, uh, her character as uh, Sasha. Uh, Sasha. Um, I can't separate the two of what I do or don't like from um, Daniel Day Kim. Um uh, and, and, and it might be because his character was, you know, you weren't supposed to like him, right? Like, yeah, like but you also... Were, you were supposed to feel like you knew that he was going to, you know, break her heart or fuck her over. He was like the emotionless boyfriend, right? Yeah, but I, I don't... I can't... Sometimes with characters like that, I'm like, I don't know if you're doing a bad job in acting or... Like, some actors who play, like, sort of, like, bad people and I'm like, yo, you're so bad that I, I just fucking hate you. Yeah. Him, I was just like, I felt nothing for, and I don't know if that was the goal, you know? Like, I know we're supposed to hate him, but I don't hate him because he was just like this dick. I hate him because it's like, you you just gave me nothing. His, like, presence <laughs> yeah, his presence on camera in the film didn't make you feel a certain way. No. Yeah. And, and again, perhaps that. that was the goal. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't really care for him too much. Um, now, who my MVP, of course, I think it was Ali Wong. Uh, Randall Park was great in it, but I, I think that Ali Wong... As a character, I think she showed uh, range. I don't think she showed as good of range as uh, Randall Park, uh, who played Marcus. Um, but I think Randall is a much more, perhaps a much more seasoned actor than obviously Ali Wong is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that Ali Wong was the like this movie isn't the same without her. 
Like you can t- kind of take Randall Park a little bit out of it, maybe replace him with somebody else and perhaps still get relatively the same thing. You can't do the same with this movie. D- it doesn't pop the same way that it does without Ali Wong. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if any, I mean, there are lots of really great actresses who could have played this role, but like, Ali just did it. You can't so like well. you can't separate this movie from her. Like, like this if, is if she yeah. wrote this movie um, and wasn't a part of you know actually playing the character. It still wouldn't have been the same. I don't know if it would have been brought to life yeah. in the same way. Um, but again, uh, I, I thought Randall Park did like a, if did Ellen a great Page job as well. were to you know play this. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Brie Larson. <laughs> I, I, I'll also say that uh, my two other standouts to me were uh, Michelle uh, Buteau, uh, who played Veronica. I thought she was she was great, uh, great in it, very timely. Uh, very uh, yeah, she she just played her character very well and, and very believable. Um, and then also I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Vivian Bang who played Jenny, uh, uh, Marcus's girlfriend. Um, yeah, I thought she just she just I don't know. It was just something that was just very super believable about her, even though her character is so like kind of like uh, she was very like this. eccentric right yeah but, like, I, you didn't question it no i just because like, she sold it uh, yeah like I, I, okay i can imagine that this is yeah. a person that exists like <laughs> and, and one of the per one of the people i also have to give credit to is um uh and i hope i'm saying this right karan sony mm. uh who played tony uh marcus kid's yeah, yeah. bandmate yeah yeah he, and he's uh, in a, he's in a lot again? of everything huh what was their band called again it was wasn't like, like uh, dragon nuts or something like that i don't know yeah, it, it was an interesting band name. Yeah. Um, but so we also know him from like, he was the taxi cab driver in Deadpool. Yeah. Um, we know him from uh, Office Christmas. He's in the upcoming Pokemon movie, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But again, I know him most from the dead, dead the, the, the driver in Deadpool 1 and 2. And I was like, holy shit, that's him. Yeah. His comedy is good. I think he's like kind of a genuinely funny guy. We, I saw it in Deadpool. I saw it in this particular movie. I want to see him in like a more serious role to see if he can pull that off. But I thought he stood out in this film too. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we talked about the uh, characters. Let's talk about the cinematography. Uh, and the cinematography credit goes to Tim Surstit. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the film was edited by Lee Hexall. Um, okay. Let's let's talk about how we feel about some of the cinematography. So I feel like a lot of these, a lot of this movie was um, took place like in a particular environment, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in an apartment, in in a car, in uh, uh, at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were very, very specific locations, right? Mm-hmm. What I do love that they captured well was the different cities. I feel mm-hmm. like San Francisco played a big part in the movie. That's where, you know, that's where they grew up. That's where. Uh, Marcus Kim, uh, played by Randall Park, that's where his character was like, hey, this is my home. Like, I don't ever want to leave here. I'm staying here. And it, it, it was somewhat of a character in itself being the place in which one character had uh, built their life. And they were attached to that, to mm-hmm. that location, right? Yeah. But New York felt very much like New York. You could tell when she was there, she was in New York, and, and you could easily separate the environments sure um and then i mean when he then relocated to new york you kind of like felt that environment shift so i think from a cinema cinematography cinema cinemagraphic am i making up words here no cin- uh, cinematography was no no correct. cinemagraphic cinema what is the yeah i just made that up but um for, so. for uh for, for the sake of the story we're gonna go with it <laughs> right good callback <laughs> yeah. yeah um 
I, I really felt those locations come alive. Like they were characters in them in and of themselves. Uh, so I thought from a cinematography purpose or uh, position that was done really well. It captured yeah. those environments or those locations. Yeah. Um, I, I think, uh, the cinematography was like mundane. Uh, I don't think there was anything too crazy about it, but it, it does something that I kind of hate that comedies do. Uh, when you have like these type of romantic comedies, what often happens is, and again, I, I saw this like a few weeks ago, so perhaps I just need to watch it again to, to reconfirm this feeling. But just the feeling that I that keeps popping up in my mind is so what happens in comedies is uh, the camera tends to be stagnant a lot, meaning like the camera itself doesn't it's like really fixed move. in one place. Yeah. Like so, for instance, if two people are having a conversation, it's like the camera is just doing it. You know, they put it on tripod. And it's just used to see the talking heads of the two people and they're cutting from they're coming from one from one to the other. Right. Um, But what happens is, is that then translates to the dramatic scenes where in the dramatic scenes, there's I think so. They're so used to shooting that way of just, hey, like we're just bing, 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 bing. Right. You know, back and forth that during those dramatic scenes, that's what we get as well. When really in like dramas you see the camera moving a lot like so if and that's to create drama right yeah. like you're, you're using the uh, visual lens uh to create drama to add to the the actual drama that's going on on the screen um and i think that that's one thing that i kind of noticed is it kind of and that's just like a pet peeve of mine i, I don't think that's that's um, unique to this film I, I think that's something that, that typically happens is that you 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 use less dramatic shots clearly with romantic or comedies period um, because they're comedies right yeah. like you, you're not trying to create that much drama you're just trying to get off the next joke um, but I feel like that needs to change when you have a dramatic scene like you you know um, and, and again perhaps they did do that and I'm just <laughs> unnecessarily shitting on them um, uh, you know um, but that that's just what pet peeve of mine with romantic comedies overall is, is that they, they tend to do that they, they tend to get locked into like uh, like if it's a really dramatic scene the camera just sits there and looks at the person's face as they're like mad or angry yeah. or whatever um, but again maybe without maybe filming in a way that adds to the that, drama, to the drama the that conveys the intensity the character is feeling with the way it's being shot. Yeah, yeah. So as you say that, I'm thinking about the scene in which uh, it's, it's immediately after the fight scene between Marcus Kim and Keanu Reeves, where Ali Wong or uh, Sasha Tran and Marcus Kim are in the car, and they're kind of like arguing with one another. They're venting to each other before they, you know, before Marcus Kim kisses Sasha Tran, and they they kind of, you know, realize, hey, like you know, we still have feelings for each other. Um, that scene, you can tell that there was a, a fixed camera between the driver and the passenger. Mm-hmm. And then there was also a fixed camera on the exterior of the vehicle on the hood that was like kind of looking through the windshield, right? Yeah. I would have loved to have had a camera fixed to like the outside of the rear uh, the, the, the rear passenger doors. Yeah. Kind of like peeking in through the passenger windows mm. as if like, you know, as if you're in the car next to them and you're overhearing this conversation, mm. you're overhearing these th- this argument between the two. To me, that would have added a, a bit of a bit more drama yeah. versus what we got, which is, you know, they cut to to Marcus Kim's character and he says, uh, you know, he's venting and they cut back to Sasha Tran and she vents. and They cut back to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they might show um a scene in which the camera is clearly between the two, but it's capturing both of them as they're talking to one another. Mm-hmm. 
those scenes, I feel like it's really, it's much more powerful when you're getting like an outside perspective. Like I'm peeking through the window. I'm overhearing this argument between this couple. Like it feels a little bit more intense. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, yeah, I could definitely agree with something like that. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just do something. Yeah. See, do, do something, something different. different, you yeah. know? Um, but again, I'm, I'm not using that as like something to badger them with. I think it's a common thing that happens in, in, in especially in romantic comedies, um, that the, that it's a comedy. So you, you, you know, again, the shots stay relatively stagnant. Um, but during times where the mood's shifting, I think the, the camera needs to shift accordingly, but that's just my own weird thing. Um, maybe I'm completely wrong about that happening in this film. Who knows? Um, okay, let's move on to the soundtrack. Um, which, uh, the, uh, 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 music credit, uh, is, uh, Michael uh, Andrews and then uh, Gray Boy, which I believe is like a DJ. I guess either they are a group has to or, be a DJ. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> or uh, I don't know what else it would be. Yeah, uh, DJ from San Diego. Uh, I am reading. Um, I'm trying yeah. to pull up the soundtrack list here. The soundtrack for this movie was yeah, fire. dude. Holy shit! Fucking. Gr- I mean, um, who, D'Angelo was a big talking point in this movie, right? <laughs> uh, which is yeah. just funny. That and, um, and I, I fucking and that's one of the scenes that I'm like I just fell in love with because it's like, yo, like we all like that's something that we all experience. If you've ever listened to that, uh, Deant and who hasn't fucking listened to that song, um, the the D'Angelo, how how does it feel? We all don't know what the fuck he's saying, and yet we're all. Like, eh. You know, just singing along like we fucking know what he's saying. Uh, and here's the joke in the film. You know, anyways, uh, I'm getting away from our, our topic at hand. But, um, yeah, the, the, the soundtrack to this film was superior. Uh, not only the soundtrack, but the, uh, uh, you know, um, Marcus um, is a budgeting, I guess, uh, lyricist. There was some original music here too, right? Yeah. So it featured like a lot of music we know. I think there's some like Lauren Hill. There was some like old school hip hop in there. Um, and it did call back to when there were kids to the music that, you know, was going on in like the 90s, whatever, right? When they were in like high school or middle school. Um, so it mixed the callback to old school hip hop. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as adults, they're still listening to, you know, some of that old school shit. Yeah. Just like me, you know, I, I, I still love going back and listening to the stuff that I listened to when I was in like middle school and high school. And then they also threw in some some original music. Right. I think Illuminate yeah. was one of the songs that uh, the band did. Tennis Balls, an original song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I punched Keanu Reeves, which yeah. was like the Yo, outro that song. Punched Keanu Reeves was goes. actually good. That shit goes. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Yeah, um, and uh, Randall Park's uh, delivery of it was uh, was was superior. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. Again, it was it's one of those things where, you know, when he started rapping, I was like, "What's going on?" Here? I was like, "What?" And then you started listening, you're like, yeah. "Oh shit!" And then, like <laughs> as he's flowing, and his flow yeah, yeah. is good, his delivery is good. He he's got the charisma, right? Because I think uh, so. Just to pull back and just talk about rap music for a second, right? Yeah. All the good rappers have like those three elements: flow, delivery, and then like. Lyrics, you got to have all three of those to be a great. And in, and I'm not saying he's great by any means, but in this movie, the reason this character sold so well is because in a scene like that, he had flow, he was delivering it well, and like the lyrics were actually pretty good for for you know what you'd expect from you know his his band's type of music. Yeah. So yeah. you didn't just like um, um, Vivian Bang's character, uh, you didn't question it. <laughs> 
I like the seriousness in which you just <laughs> brought that up casual. Just like Vivian Banks. We did not question it after she was changed <laughs> on Fresh Prince. No, no, uh, no. I said Vivian Bang, the actress from this film. Oh. <laughs> it could have worked if you said yeah, Vivian Banks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, actually, everybody questioned uh, when on Viv. Well, uh, they when they switched it up yeah. from uh, dark skin on yeah, to light we, skin on we all questioned what was going on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. we uh, know. We know. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, we went through all the sections uh, of our press play. Um, we're just going to do uh, overtime here, extra notes. Uh, l- let me get your last thoughts on on, on the film. Last thoughts? Uh, you know, this is one of the movies where if I was scrolling on Netflix, I would have definitely added it to like my to watch list um, just because, you know, I know Ali Wong um, and I... I believe I did see like the trailer for it initially and you saw like Keanu in it. So this is something I would have said, Hey, you know, let me put it on my watch list. But I think it was you, uh, well, it, it was you recommending we do a press play on this particular movie. That is what ultimately made me press play. And, um, I'm 100% happy I did. This was, it's a fun movie. It, the story wasn't original, but it was still done so well. The cast was great. Um, uh, I liked everything about it. This is definitely a movie I would watch again, right? Yeah. If someone was like, if, if someone hadn't seen the movie and they asked me, like, hey, do you want to watch this? I would say yes. Yeah. And I would have a good time watching it for a second, even a third time, because it's just, it's light, it's fun. Overall, I mean, I got to I gotta say, I'm going to press play on this movie each and every time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I would say that, uh, yeah, I echo everything that you just said. Uh, the thing that I would, uh, add on to it is is that look i probably shouldn't mention this because we've gone like we've been talking about this for like what 20 minutes or so um i probably shouldn't mention it because it's just such a great aspect of it but i'm going to because it's a great aspect of it two asian leads and nobody's questioning anything as you and you shouldn't like movies that good like but like what i mean is is like like this should fucking signal signal to Hollywood. Look, like you don't need a white guy, need, a white male lead in every movie, or you don't need to qualify it. What I mean is, is every time like in it doesn't a need movie to be like an Asian out, movie. Does, oh my god, right? this is an Asian movie. What are we? Uh, this has got to be a big thing. No, this yeah. came out on Netflix. It's a fucking dope movie. We all love it. No, but let's move on. Like it, it's yeah. not like a thing where you have to be like <gasps> for the first time ever. Here's two Asian leads. Yeah, just watch it. It was actually good. We're yeah. shocked. Like, no, this is a fucking dope movie. Just like keep doing this shit. Like, yeah. just give people opportunities. Like, between like everybody's fucking winning right now. Like, look at Issa Rae. Look at fucking um, uh, who else did we talk about? We talked about somebody else. We Keanu about, Reeves. He's he's no, nah, we're we're good. He's, he's half he's Asian. White male. It's like <laughs> no, what? He's half Asian. Uh, uh, what's the percentage? Fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's uh, it's like forty nine. I think he was born in like Lebanon by way of Canada. His, yeah, I think his mother was Korean, his dad was white, or uh, maybe the reverse. Yeah, let's check that family tree. No, I'm big Hawaiian or something like that. Anyway, okay, but uh, and I forget who else we talked about, but uh, somebody else that we talked about also counts into this this uh, this uh, conversation. Um, but then you have Ali Wong and Randall Park, who uh, so talented, and it's just like. Yo, just like fucking just recognize that, yeah, some other people other than white people can be talented. Like, it's, yeah. it's a thing. Like, yeah. it, it happens and they can carry a movie. You, Let them. Like, you know, and I'm glad you brought this up because I wasn't going to mostly because 
it didn't even fucking cross my mind to talk about the fact that this was an all Asian cast. Right? Well, it wasn't an all Asian cast, uh, I mean, but yeah, the, the leads the, were the leads, which is a, a a rare thing to see in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, I mean, pretty, for, pretty much everyone except for like his bandmates and her best friend Veronica, uh, and there were a few other people throughout the film um, uh, who obviously like weren't Asian, but. The majority of the film was an Asian cast, definitely an all Asian lead. Didn't cross my fucking mind once yeah. because it didn't matter. The movie was it good. Does, it doesn't matter. It was it's just fucking, a good It's movie. just a great movie. But I'm saying that because, look, and, and I'm not always crying like, oh, you, you know, representation, all this other stuff. What I'm saying is just fucking let talent be talent. Like, stop this whole, like, we need to crunch the numbers and figure out, well, what does an Asian lead, you know, get us if we just, uh, what if we just have yeah, Bruce Willis again? Yeah, what's the return again? on like, yeah. film? Should we get yeah. Matt Damon in here? Like, <laughs> no. You know, like, no. It's just, not necessary. Just, look, go by talent. Like, I understand that sometimes you're going to get your duds where somebody's really talented, but perhaps they don't, they don't sell as much. I get it. But if you keep giving opportunities just like you would, like, look, Army Hammer... Look, he's done some really good movies as of late, but let's let's be honest. Lone Ranger definitely didn't start things off on a, on a on a good foot with pure uh, shit. Yeah, so maybe because uh, the real Lone Ranger was a black guy, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and but he he kept getting opportunities after that, and and you have to allow people to uh, to fail. You yeah. have to allow people to fail, but you have to keep giving them opportunity. That's a good one, Army Hammer. He's like just unimpressive yeah mostly. but that i think that's the person i mentioned before that i thought was like i felt bad for saying like that like he like he's not really that great but hollywood keeps telling him <laughs> it like keeps putting him in things army. um but also you're, the, you know, you're I, it army I, he's after like, yeah after watching sorry to bother you i was like yeah, this, this dude's talented like you can't deny that and i, and I haven't seen um call me by your name um but I, I hear he's he knocked that out of the park as well like I, i'm not gonna say that the dude's not talented i wasn't even thrilled with him and sorry to bother you i thought it was great i thought it was fantastic i thought it was good okay fair <laughs> enough <laughs> um but uh but yeah anyways uh not to get too far off from what, what we were saying but like yeah just allow people to fail because uh, everybody else is allowed that same sort of uh, uh ability allow people to try it some things perhaps they're not as successful but allow them to keep coming back um what i don't want them to do is it's like all right now the next movie that ali wong and randall park have to do whether to do it separately or together if that's not a hit then we're done with them like that's not like no like like they've earned some credit here allow them to either be successful or to be you know to fail at some things but allow them to keep coming back because they clearly got something you know? yeah um so so anyways yeah that's my that's my spiel no, I love it. I mean, that's a great way to end it. Um, yeah. Again, uh, we always, you know, our thing is press play on everything. Watch everything. Give, give everything a chance. Um, at the end of the day, press play on this movie. That is my opinion. Yeah. We, um, uh, I highly recommend you give this movie a chance, too. Yeah. We uh, we press play on uh, uh, Always Be My Maybe. Uh, we hope you do as well. Watch it. Enjoy it. Uh, and then let us Tell know us what, what you, you think. think. Yeah, yeah. Give us your feedback. Hit us up on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Pinterest, 
You know where uh, we at. Back we're, not, page. We're, we're not on Pinterest or, or back page. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's end those uh, before uh, this I turns created into some back page account. Uh, legal proceedings. Um, adults looking for adults. Yeah. So uh, we've <laughs> we've gotten to the end of this <laughs> this illustrious podcast. Um, if you stuck with us to this point, uh, like always, uh, we love to give credit where credit's due. You are a true fan of the show. We love you guys. Um, but do us uh, uh, that that huge compliment and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, uh, and most importantly, hit that share button. Share the shit. That's the most important. Share button. this shit uh, with anybody and everybody who you believe can uh, benefit from it. Um, Even if they won't benefit from it, share it with them anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to say a shout out. Uh, we did trivia this past Tuesday. We had a very uh, great uh, trivia, uh, uh, I guess, player, crew. I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, but I just want to do a quick shout out to them. They were very live and uh, and very, very, uh, very hyped. Uh, I, I love doing it. Uh, we do trivia uh, every Tuesday at Sandlot. Come through, pull up, uh, and, and get your uh, get your trivia game on. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, uh, I think we'll go ahead and uh, do our you know Sandman uh, bow out here. Uh, they're telling us to get off the stage, so we will. We'll hit the usual protocol. Fade out. Peace.